From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, you can do the thing you've always wanted to. You can finally fly through rings in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And is it okay to eat Pokemon now? After that log ride, I sound like a slime walking around. Squish, 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 squish. Ew. Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 383, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Pokemon and all those things involved with that. And what is the true price that they should release games for on Switch? Like, really? We'll we'll talk about that, too, (laughs) about uh, Red Dead and all that shit. But we are your hosts. I'm Trey. I'm feeling okie-dokie, monkey-dory, and even a little bit pheasant-dippity Johnson. Pheasant-dippity-doo-dah. I'm Jeremy, no remote play in the show me state. Mikowski. Yeah, I didn't think And it's just us this week. Uh, John has once again been summoned by the High Council to... Oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to say that part. (laughs) John is, uh, even though he's claimed that he had not played Pokemon Sleep, he's still still playing it. Uh, He's got to catch all of those Pokemon, and he's uh, very, very much... Yeah, I've never seen someone so hooked on a game that you had to sleep to play. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there was a Pokemon Presents that happened. Actually, you know what? I thought we'd do that on the second half. We'll just start We'll just start off and just talk about what we've been playing and all that. Which will mostly be you, because I'm not playing that much stuff, because I'm too busy. I didn't shit. play that much either this week, so that's a lot of content. I saw you on there. I saw you on the Switch somewhat. I was attempting to play the Switch, but I wasn't having much luck with it either. I saw you playing, um, what was it? Uh, Zelda. Or, or, or attempting to play the Oracles. Yeah, I attempted. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's, um, for me, it's been, uh, it's been mostly still like, you know, trying to figure out shit with the house and all that. So, and obviously, for anybody who's watching the video, trying to set, figure out the video setup in here, which I got the two TVs in the background, but they're still like, they're really bright. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to, <laughs> have to fuck around with that. Can't really see what's happening in them, unfortunately. I'm not really sure how you get a webcam to focus properly with what? stuff in the background. I know people do it, but yeah, I'm just using uh, I'm just using my laptop camera, so I have a better webcam camera. It's just this laptop one. This is a better angle. Like I was trying to find the right angle, and the other one is like I don't really have. I have those arms that attach to things, but I don't have anything to attach it to in here. So, kind of just you know, going going by whatever. But uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been a pretty busy week for me. Like I've been, you know, I've been working, you know, doing delivery shit over the weekend. So, and most of the time, I'm either doing that or unpacking. And by the time I have any time to myself, I pretty much just crash out because I'm pretty fucking tired from you know trying to unpack and shit with the house and all that. So, but I did. Uh, I managed to get some video game time in. Like when I was editing last week, uh, I played more Pikmin Four, of course, because that's a great editing game. And uh, I was at the second level. I found a I found a treasure that I can't get. There's a treasure that I can't reach. So there's an unreachable treasure on there. 
And I was trying to figure out online if I like if I glitched it or something because it's on this it's on this like higher up area that I can't get to. And there's a cave next to it, and the cave says that I've completely that I've completed it 100. percent Like there's a flag next to it. So I was like, well, how did I get to this cave? And and I didn't get the treasure there. And and there's also like a bag that you push the bag down, and there's a ramp, but the bag isn't pushed down, so I can't get up to where this treasure is. But it says that I've already been there. I was like, did I go there? And then I just walked off the ledge, and I didn't do the bag thing and make the ramp. I don't know. I don't understand what's happening with it, but it's driving me crazy because I. The way I play Pikmin is I like to just like 100% the levels and then go on to the next thing instead of like caring about the story or whatever. I just like try to just finish them out. And this is one that I just can't finish out because I can't find this because I can't find a way to get up to this to where this treasure is. And it says that I've been there already. So I don't know if anybody's listening has gotten there. Let, let me know. But it's just kind of it sucks. So, it's, so I have to just go on to the next level and just hope that later in the game there'll be something that'll I don't know help me help me do that i, I don't are know. there any caves that have more than one entrance i don't know i thought about that too like is it but i don't not that i've seen like i was like why would this cave say that i've already 100 percented if, if i don't remember being up there and there's there's also like a there's like an enemy up there that i don't remember fighting that i can see but i can't get to so i don't know i don't know what it is but it's it's just, maybe uh, it's part of a different cave yeah it's, it's, it's just overlapping but but it has a it has a flag next to it it'll put a flag next to it when you've like 100 percented the cave and i was like why is it there because i don't remember being up there Anyway, I'm just going to have to go to, like, one of the other worlds and just, like, hopefully I can come back and do it, you know. But I I was afraid that I, like, glitched the game or something and I just can't get this one treasure and that'll drive me crazy, (laughs) you know, so. Well, you can always start over again. I don't want to. (laughs) Well, I mean, I've only put, like, 10 hours or so into it. But still, I don't want to restart it. But uh, for anybody, if anybody who's watching the video, the patrons, I I got a couple TVs set up in here now, finally. I got all my systems hooked up to the, to the tube TV. And the switch is going. Um, I still my my PS4 is MIA. I have no idea where it is. It's in a mystery box somewhere. I don't know oh, where shit. it is. And, and and also in this mystery box is wherever my mini consoles are. I don't know where those are. I, I couldn't find the NES NES Classic or the Super Nintendo Classic or the Mega Drive Mini or anything like that. So they, they oh, must those all are nice for the attract reels. They must all be in the they must all be in the same box somewhere. So I don't know where those are. But uh, but I've you know I've found some things. I uh I finally found uh I found one Chromecast today out of out of the three Chromecasts that I own. So maybe one of those other Chromecasts are in the mis- mystery box with the PS4 that I can't find. But that's you know that's kind of a lot of the what's still happening here. We've only been here like a little bit over a week, so it's a lot of it's still like where the fuck is everything at? It's all in random boxes somewhere. Finding finding the Chromecast is pretty good. I mean our our TV has like internet on it, you know, so we can like uh. You can, you can do like you can airdrop stuff to the TV, but it doesn't work as well as it would like through Chromecast. And you can play apps off of the TV, which work pretty well. But we don't have all the apps that we use on our phones, like on the TV, you know. And you have to go through all the you know all the process of like uh, signing in and all that shit. So I was actually using a uh, because we watch a you know Jess likes to watch um, Bob's Burgers to to like call it you know to kind of like chill out and all that. So watches a lot of Bob's Burgers, and we've been watching Hulu on Switch because it works better than the hulu app on my tv does so we're actually using some of the video apps on switch so there you go but uh monday night i actually i got to play with with uh with one of my one of my wrestling discord friends so i did i did hop online and play some AEW fight forever and uh, he was telling me about how there's all these like hidden tag teams in the game which i didn't really know about so so there's like the you know there's tag teams that are already in the game but you can go into the you can go into the customization and you can actually make your own tag teams and there's actually tags and tag teams in there that are based on the characters. So like, 
So let's say like Jurassic Express, which is like uh, Jack Perry and, and Luchasaurus. Like that's a tag team, but they're not in the game. You, if you want that tag team, you have to create it in the game, which is which is crazy. Like if you want them to like come out together like they would on the TV show, you have to like edit it to do that. And you have to like edit it to give them like tandem moves, like to do their special moves together. You have to like do that in the game, which is really weird. So like we, uh, so he took me through it so we could give F- FTR all their moves. And we spent way too long uh, trying to do the tandem like uh, tag team finishers. And we didn't get any of them. We spent, we, we had like an hour long match and we never did any of the tandem finishers, but we, but they gave us like seven stars for the match. Even though we lost, we lost to the computer even. And he had it on easy mode still. And it was still like beating shit out of us. So whatever. So yeah, we did that for a while. That was fun. And then somebody else jumped on from the discord. And we played like one, three player match and, and I lost that. And he played a CM Punk just to like kind of fuck with me. Cause he knows I don't like CM Punk. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike CM Punk. It's just, you know, you saw him out in the wild. I did. I saw him on Milwaukee walking around with this fucking dog. <laughs> And, and in Chicago, I just drove right past that fucker, and it was him, 100%. Like, there's no, nobody has that many tattoos, or that big of a Pepsi tattoo. Pepsi man. Yeah. They, some people call him Pepsi Phil. I've heard, I've heard that name going around. Because that's his real name is Phil, obviously. And CM stands for a chick magnet, so there you go. It's a stupid name. But I guess that was oh, one of his original nice. wrestling game, wrestling names from, like, 1997. That's where that I thought from. it was country music. Nah, chick magnet. Anyway, yeah, so so I played around with that for a little bit. Um, we actually watched, uh, Jess and I watched one episode of Twisted Metal last night. We watched the Twisted Metal TV show on Peacock. That was uh, interesting. It's like, it's very, very, like, it's pretty, it's pretty stupid. Like, it, you have to kind of, you have to kind of be ready for it. Like, it's not, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's really, really, like, silly. And it's kind of, I don't know. I mean, the, the original games, I guess, were kind of silly as well. But I think it's got decent cast in there. Like, Anthony Mackie's, like, the main character and, uh. Was it Thomas Hayden Church is one of them? He's like the evil cop. Like I remember there being an evil cop in the game, and uh, Nev Campbell is in it. She's like the, oh nice. She's like the mayor of uh, was it? It's like New San Francisco or something like that, or New L.A. It's like one of those Californias, so, right? Because you know it's it's the future. It's post apocalyptic, and the new East Coast is like Illinois. So I guess like everything past Illinois is gone because they, they, he's holding up a map and he needs to get to Chicago. And Chicago is like the end of America. Like, there's nothing left after that. So I guess is like, it on the ocean, or is it just the map just ends? No, it just shows that the, the map ends at Chicago. So I was like, I was like, okay. yeah, that's what I what I immediately thought was like, I was like, is the rest of the country in the ocean? Like, if we lost like Indiana and Florida, I mean, both those places suck. So I mean, so we wouldn't care that much about it. But I'd say Florida would go before Indiana. Yeah, I mean, Florida's yeah, the penis of the country would probably sink quickest, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's silly. You know, they got the super over-the-top characters. And it honestly kind of reminds me a little bit of um, that other game that you were playing, uh, Death Stranding. Because it's basically like, you know, it's like it's like a transportation movie that involves, like, or a transportation show that involves, like, car combat also. It's like, how do you make a story around, like, fucking Twisted Metal? So, like... So there is car combat? Yeah, yeah. Of course, there has to be. I mean, that's the whole point of the game. I remember John saying something in the... Well, I mean, that was, the, that was what the review said. I don't think he's actually seen it, but I mean, the, you know, the cars have like the cars have guns on them and they shoot each other. But I mean, but the you sweet have to in there. Uh, yeah, I watched the first episode and the first episode ended with Sweet Tooth with Sweet Tooth showing up. So that was like the big like, you know, watch the next thing. But I haven't seen the second yeah. one yet. But I mentioned it before, but Sweet Tooth is actually played physically, not from his voice, unfortunately. But Sweet Tooth is, is played by uh, Samoa Joe, who is an AEW wrestler. And uh, he looks good. Like, I mean, he's, you know, he's a big, he's a big guy and he's got a mm-hmm. clown mask, but he's like, has a, it's not the voice. Like he's a, he's voiceovered by some fucking comedian or whatever, which sucks. 
But but Samoa Joe's in it as the body of Sweet Tooth. But yeah, it kind of ends with Sweet Tooth showing up. And you see, like, you know, you see different characters in there running around. But yeah, the idea is, like, uh, Nev Campbell's character, like, hires Anthony Mackie to deliver shit from, like, one one side of the country to the other. You know, kind of like Cruz in the USA, I guess, as well, too. Where it's like, drive from this side to this side, you know, and deliver this over here. And, of course, there's going to be combat on the way there, like Death Race 2000 style and all that, so... That's what I got from it. And and the first couple minutes of the show, Anthony Mackie's driving around and he's like, he like, you know, he's getting chased by another car. Like they're, you know, whatever they're fighting it out in, in like an old mall. And he like runs into like this big uh, display case and like, and he looks up on his, on his window and like the, the game, the PlayStation one twisted metal game, like lands on the car and he looks at it for a second and he turns on his windshield wipers and it like knocks it away. And I'm like, huh. I'm like, why what <laughs> like who, who's who thought that was a good idea that's like so stupid to be like oh hey here's the game of the show that we are like let's just put it in there like could you imagine last of us doing that where they're just in a mall and they just pick up a copy of last of us on ps3 and just look at it and be like hmm and then just like throw it down or something it's like and let's see how, why at least have them like find <laughs> the game and then flip it over and like do blow off the back of it or something yeah it just like get, lands on his car sense. and he, he just like looks at it for a second and then it gets knocked off and i'm like okay we we didn't need that. We didn't need that. We're, it was like so. So it's like it's twisted metal, but it also lives in a world where twisted metal is a game too. I don't understand. I guess that's the same thing as like Mario playing the NES in the Mario Mario movie. You know, yeah. like doesn't make any sense. It's like this is a world where there's Nintendo games, but there's no Mario games or something. I don't know because he's playing like whatever, and that's on Peacock too. But I have not. I I have not had the. Uh, Hey, I have no desire to watch that ge- watch that movie again. I still I, I thought about putting it on while I was editing, but there's better things I can be doing. I want to watch it on a really small screen, like an Apple Watch. I say you could watch it on that TV behind you, right there. You can watch it on. You can find a way to watch it on a tube TV and see if uh, it helps at all to make it better. I will definitely get the letterbox version because I don't want to. I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you can watch it on your big TV, so you can be like, "Oh, hey, look in the background there. It says one, two, or something." You know, you'd see all those like extra. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that unless if the uh, if nieces or nephews wanted to watch it. I guess that would be an excuse. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Easter no, eggs. Nobody mentioned uh, Mario, the Mario movie, when I was at my mom's house with my sisters and my nieces and nephew. I should have used that for the uh, fibbage all about you thing, where uh, you know where it's all because like the last one is like tell a tell a lie and a and a truth, you know. And I went for yeah. my regular one where it's like, which one did I like better, Rise of Skywalker or, or The Last Jedi? But I should have said, uh, I should have went like, you know, Trey liked the Mario movie and Trey didn't like the Mario movie and see if anybody like knew that or not and see what they see what they get on it. Full crushingly average. Because, uh, yeah, it was pretty stupid. But you can, yeah, you can watch it on Peacock now. It was not available last week, but it's available now. So there you go. There you go. If you want to you waste your time, you can, uh, you can do that. I will say it's kind of a cute little anecdote, but uh, Sean is niece, I guess, my future niece um, knows the whole Peaches song, and she sings it like all the time. I mean, I it's got she's like three seen the words movie in once it. or twice, <laughs> right? I know, but <laughs> she's like obsessed with it. <laughs> I mean, it's like so Peaches, just, Peaches, Peaches. I love you. That's that's it. I, I know, but I'm just saying, this four year old like Nintendo's done their job right. Cause this four year old little girl is like obsessed with that song and singing it all the time and wanting to hear it. Yeah, I think there's like some random screams in there too from Jack Jack mm-hmm. Black's uh, his whole like claim to fame. Just randomly screaming in songs for no reason. So it's kind of wailing, something like that. Yeah, which is like the song's like the song's like not even two minutes too. I think it's like ninety seconds total. It's very very short. Even I with still it, hope it. You just improved it, and it was like a one one time recording, and then they just kept it. 
I mean, it, it sounds like it. It sounds like improv. I mean, there's not really next any, song. Next song. There's not. That's not a whole lot to it. E- yeah, even though it's like even those bit songs from the sh- from the show, I think are longer than that. But yeah, whatever. So yeah, I, I did that. Uh, I I, tr- I tried playing. Uh, I tried playing Pokemon Sleep again, just you know, just to try it out. And I realized that I don't want to play it anymore. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with Pokemon Sleep. It's done. Wow. I don't need it anymore. Enough. Well, it's kind of it's it's kind of annoying because it's basically like you know you got to turn it on and you got to click through a whole bunch of text before you go to bed and then when you get up you got to click through a whole bunch of text after you get up and it's just kind of like I read a review of it today and I I really I really agree with it it's like a lot of us don't have time for this shit you know it's like uh, we got to go to bed at a certain time we got to get up and do shit like we don't have time to like sit on our phones for like ten minutes after we get up to to look at all look at all the Pokemon that you caught while you're sleeping or whatever it's kind of I know there's it, it it's like the stuff. I mean, it's cool to have like a thing that tracks your sleep or whatever, but for me, it's just like, what's the point? Like, there's not, I mean, there's no real reason for me to want to come back and look at it. You know, it's like, I've, I've seen all these Pokemon before. This is not really, I don't know. There's not very much to it aside from sleeping. I'd rather sleep on my own time and not let my phone get it, get in, you know, try to track me like that. It's too close. Pokemon too, got too close there. Just need to take it back a little bit. Just. I'm still thinking like uh, the old school, like fear of having cell phones near your brain, which obviously we've all gotten over that. But that oh yeah, like the the tumor, the, the cell like, phone tumor thing or whatever. N- nothing like just sleeping with your phone next to your head on the bed. It's just really there all night. I mean, my phone's next to my head anyway when I'm sleeping. Oh yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. Do you sleep with your phone across the, across the room? When you go, when you I mean, I bed? have like a nightstand it sits on. Yeah, so do I. I mean, that's, but it's not going to monitor like how I move. I thought it needed to be on a pillow next to you. Yeah, or I mean, it's said to put it on the bed next to you, but it could easily do the same thing on the night, like on the nightstand. Like my nightstand's pretty close to the bed, you know. Yeah, but it's not moving the bed. Oh sure. I mean, it it a, a lot. Of, yeah, it'll it'll like record whenever I like move the pillow, and it just sounds like. Have you, have you heard anything cool yet? Did you say anything in your sleep? No. I got I think I need to get this game because Sean has been telling me I've been talking in my sleep a lot lately. And yeah, I mean, Jess says that too. I mean, I, I told you the funniest thing I heard was when Jess sneezed, and I was just like, rrr, 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 rrr. you know, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Or Jess sne- sneezed like three times, and I'm just like, rrr, 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 just making noises, like not, you know, just just sleeping and just yeah. That was probably the funniest thing it recorded. But yeah, I mean, you can do it for that. You can get get some fun times from just listening to the couple second recordings or whatever that are on there. That's that. They make a song out of it. I mean, if it's if you want to, it's not going to be very good, probably in the end. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like I said, I haven't haven't had a whole lot of time to do much to do much of anything other than trying to you know trying to put shit together. You know, get our uh, Jess has been doing a lot of it, but trying to try to get our kitchen together and all that, and figure out where we're going to put all of our shit. We have way too much shit, you know, that sort of thing. We have more space now. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of space. We just have to figure out where to where to put things. I did actually, so um, so I went to, I had jury duty yesterday. Have you ever had jury oh. duty? You ever done jury no. duty, Jeremy? Do, do, they, do they make you do that in Champaign? I just have never gotten someone for it. If you're, if you're a registered voter, they call you for jury duty. And this is the second time I've done it. I've, I've actually I've never been picked actually to be in the jury, but you you know you go you go to the courthouse and you wait in a room and they have you wait for a certain amount of time and they either pick you for the court or they don't or they send you home. So uh, I've done this before. I did I did in the suburbs last time, but this time I'm in. I was at like the fucking criminal court place in Chicago. It's on uh, it's on California. It's right off of 55. We've driven by it a bunch of times. Jess and I have on the way home from Peoria. 
Because if you exit on the California exit off of 55, it'll take you right past there. And it's a huge ass building that's like all the most of all the criminal court shit in Chicago happens there. There's a big fucking parking lot across the street. I parked over there. And yeah, I parked and I went, you know, went there at like nine in the morning. And I, you know, we just, you, you just basically, you come in, you check in and they got to, you know, they, they got to, they got to scan your bags and all that. Thankfully they didn't, I brought my switch with me obviously, cause I didn't know how long I was going to be there. Cause they say you could, you know, be prepared to be there till four thirty. So like, you'll be there for like seven, eight hours, which I remember being there for a long time for the other thing. So make sure you bring shit to do, obviously. And I brought like, you know, I, I brought, I brought bat, my battery charger and I brought my phone and my headphones, you know, my, like, uh my Bluetooth headphones and, and my switch and all that. And I was just going to, you know, I was just going to play games until they sent me home. And I watched, uh, I watched the Pokemon presents in the, in the jury at the jury place. I watched that for like, it was like 30 minutes. And, and then I watched AW collision cause I was behind on wrestling and I watched a whole episode of collision, which is two hours. So I was in there for about two and a half hours. And then they sent us home at noon, which is crazy. Cause they normally don't send you home that early, but yeah, that was, that was the exciting thing that I did. I went to, I went. I went to. I went to the jury. I went to do jury duty, but I. But I was like, so. So where I was at on jury duty, what was it like? Um, it's like Twenty Fifth Street, probably, and we're like in the one hundreds. So I basically I got on Kedzie. Kedzie is like a street. Uh, it's like a little bit. It was like a little bit west of California, like in. Uh, you, I mean, you've. I'm sure you've seen Kedzie before in in Logan or whatever. But I got on Kedzie and I just drove all the way south, like from Twenty Fifth to like One Hundred Fourteenth or whatever, wherever I'm at. And it was a nice drive. I just basically like just you know took in the neighborhood and all that. And I I found a Binnie's. I found a really nice Binnie's on like 95th. What was it like? Uh, I forget what the other street is. It was 95th and something. But uh, I found this nice Binnie's. It's like an older building. It's got a lot of a lot of stuff in it. And I finally went. I finally went to the comic store that's this by me. Uh, it's called Alternate Reality. It's 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 like a fucking maze in there. There's like the one with the Spinguli coffin. Yeah, the Spinguli coffin one. Yeah, I asked him about the Spinguli coffin. He said that it, like his partner. Uh, whatever his business partner like that was his and it wasn't for sale and then he had a big collection of Fenguli stuff but i was just kind of making a joke i was like how much is the coffin he's like it's not for sale i was like ah okay but he but uh, you know i was trying to like talk to the guy i was like hey uh, i just moved in uh you know what's tell me something cool about your comic store or whatever <laughs> you know but apparently it's you know it's been there for for like i don't know there i, I got a flyer of it somewhere uh it says like they've been there for like four decades or something like that which is like yeah. 40 years something like that it says like one of the one of the longest uh one of the oldest comic shops in chicago and one of the biggest i mean it's definitely like it's it's weird it's like a maze like it doesn't look it doesn't look that big when you come in there because there's all these like really narrow winding like hallways kind of but it's all kind of crazy like everything's sort of like it's almost like a it's like an octopus uh, with like tentacles like kind of spiraling out from the middle and they all go different places and it's all it's it's kind of a little intimidating. But I went in there and I bought a comic I bought a comic box, I bought a long box cuz I needed one cuz I had some extra ones, whatever. So I bought a long box for 10 bucks, but I didn't buy anything else. I was uh I was tempted, but I was like I already have so many comics. I don't need to buy any other. And I've kind I've gone pretty much all digital on the comic front. You know, I don't really I don't really buy that many that much physical anymore. What do you see? Did you see if they had any other stuff there besides comics? Like do they have they have figures, toys. They have like gaming. They have like toys. Do they have like? Uh, uh, I, di- I didn't. Any see, sort of video games or? I didn't see any video game type stuff. I I just saw um, I saw a lot of toys, a lot of comic related toys. I saw they have a lot like of st- board gaming stuff. Yeah, I saw a lot of statues, like obviously like comic statues and busts right. and stuff like that. I saw a lot of posters, a lot of old posters. You can actually buy poster boards, which are kind of like it's funny. It's like you know you know bagging and boarding like comic books where you put like the board right. and the bag in there. 
Uh, you could do the same thing with posters. You can buy really big ones and stick your posters in there. And I thought about doing that. I was like, but why would, I mean, just get a frame for it. If you want to put it up, it looks so much nicer than having this like fucking bag boarded thing or whatever. But yeah, I looked at a bunch of posters that they had there and, you know, kind of looked around at some of what the newer comics are. Cause mostly, mostly what I read is off of Marvel Unlimited and that's like a couple months behind, you know? So it's like, oh, what, what's, you know, what's new? You know, he was putting out the new stuff cause it was Tuesday and, Anybody who knows uh, from comic stores, all the new stuff come out on Wednesday. And he's like, he's like, I, he's like, you can look at the new stuff, but you can't buy it yet, you know, because technically you can't buy it till tomorrow. But I already have it, and blah blah blah. So he's kind of setting it up and that sort of thing. And yeah, I just kind of walked around and looked at looked at all the shit. It was it was a lot of shit. And he had like toys like all the way up to the ceiling, and the ceilings were like really high. So it's like it was like really really you know really high up. I was like, you gotta. I was gonna say like, how do you dust in here like <laughs> with all this stuff around? But yeah, but yeah, I did that. But I, yeah, I didn't see any video. I didn't see any video gamey stuff. Just mostly, uh, yeah, like uh, you know, comic book uh, toys, statues. I think I saw a couple of tabletop stuff in there. Nothing that I can specifically uh, name, but you know, lots lots of old shit. You can't actually you can't actually get to the to the coffin. The coffin is only visible from the street. It's kind of blocked off. You can't actually walk to it. I kind of wanted to like touch it, but. I could, I could play a display it. window. Yeah, it's in the display window. You can't actually get to it. But yeah, so you know, I, I had to go there. So I, and I showed up like ten minutes early. So I kind of like waited, and I went to the lamp store, which is down the street, which is like all the lamps were really, really expensive there, like three hundred dollars. I know this is very, very compelling for a, a video game podcast here, talking about a lamp store. But lamp stores are expensive. If you've ever been to a specific lamp store, they're very. They yeah, sell there's lamp, lamp stores. They sell lamps here. for like three hundred dollars. Like. I looked at a couple of them. They're like three hundred, four hundred dollars, like just for the lamp minus the shade and all that. Yeah, I don't know why. Some people just really like lamps. I mean, they're okay. Yeah, Jess was saying like every lamp store they ever went to is always like fucking expensive as fuck. Like it's like these lamps are pricey. Just it's just a thing to hold a light bulb. Come on. Yeah, I mean, well, the I mean, these are like antique shit. Like some of them said, like uh, one of them said, like as seen on antique roadshow or whatever. So oh, maybe specific. I mean, th- this is a fucking big room with a bunch of lamps in it like that you gotta have something nice in there it's not like your run-of-the-mill targets or whatever these are like i saw a lot of lamps where i went to actually now that i think about it yeah expensive antique lamps i just kind of just looked around and left quickly because i felt a little intimidated there too i'm like i'm not gonna buy i'm not gonna buy these 500 dollar lamps i'm sorry dude no way i just sort of went in there and went hey what's the bright idea and then walk right out again what's your most expensive lamp do you have that lamp from aladdin the one that you rub? Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. That was not a light lamp. But yeah, well, like that's... Uh, I think that's good for me. Yeah, the video game podcast you come to listen to us talk about video games. This week, I didn't play much video games either because as I kind of talked about a little bit last episode, we were going on vacation and we left the day after... Well, yeah, the morning after we recorded. And uh, so I played a little bit of Slime Rancher that night, which is the game I play now. And uh, I tried... You know, so I, I mentioned last week I used the uh, I I got a LAN cable for my PS5 and I ran that straight to the router in hopes that the remote play would work a little better. And the the cabin we had actually had you know free Wi-Fi and it, it worked well. Like we could watch streaming shows on the TVs and stuff, so it seemed like it was working decently. But even in spite of all that, it it was super super unreliable. I was trying to play a little bit of Witcher Three and it was just too choppy and the uh, the inputs were far too delayed for it to be useful at all so that was sad i spent a lot of time trying to get it to work i had a little bit better luck with slime rancher i was able to sort of run around a little bit and play that but 
I ended up just saying, you know what? I'm going to see how much this game costs on Steam. And so I looked and it was only $5. I was like, I'm just going to buy it on Steam and play it on the PC. So I started a new file on the PC and just to like have something to do. But I didn't have a whole lot of time to play. Like we were pretty busy. We were all over the place. My future and father, my future father-in-law just retired. So this was kind of a sort of like a retirement celebration too, in some ways. So he kind of like made the calls on what we were going to do. For the most part, you know, the family would sort of come up with ideas on the fly. But for the most part, there is at least one major event planned for each day. And then we kind of tried to do other stuff around it. And uh, most of that was just trying to maximize our time there so we could see caves and amusement parks and different restaurants and walk the strip and go to the shops. And we did it all. And uh, I had a really good time, but didn't have time for games. Um, I thought I'd have a ton of time to play video games on the way up. I fell asleep in the car and I slept for like four hours out of like six or seven hour drive it was. Same thing happened on the way back, damn it. I just slept. That's I had my Switch with me and everything. I wanted to play. I saw you games. trying to play uh, something a little bit online. Well, I saw you on there play trying to play Oracle of Ages or something. Well, I set up the Switch on the TV in our bedroom. We all had our own TVs and stuff. So like I said, it was, it was there. We could have played video games, but we actually played like the the one night we hung out at the cabin, you know, where people weren't just wanting to go to bed because it was late, we just played like card card games. Like no one wanted to play like Mario Kart or anything, which I was kind of hoping they would, but I didn't have enough controllers for everybody to play anyway. So I I just wanted to try, you know. Of course, I'm going to bring my games with me, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I had a good time. Uh, we went to Silver Dollar City. I talked about that last week. Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. I rode the ride you recommended the fire in the uh, hole yeah fire in the hole this is actually the last year yeah yeah it's getting retired here in a few months whenever they close the park i don't know how late they might keep it open year round because it's a lot warmer there but it's supposed to go out of commission and let me tell you it was it was a rough ride yeah it it was probably like built in the 50s or something like that (laughs) like and uh the track's just real rickety and to add to it old as fuck there's a lot of like drops they're not very long drops but they in the they're in the pitch black, so you don't know when they're going to happen. Yeah. Those hurt the most. Because if you don't, like, brace your body for those sort of things, then it's like... And I was in the very back car, too, which I hear is not where you want to be. Um, so, at, right after that, they wanted to ride it again with... Because another member of the family that was somewhere else in the park like met up with us, and they're like, hey, you want to go like, on that no. ride again? And I was like, hell no. <laughs> no. So I didn't. But I rode it the one time. And it, it was cool. I mean, I actually liked the... The silly, it was like meant to be like, uh, you found the den of the bald knobbers, which are like the, they're like a band of, of criminals and the burn they kind of like live down inside of the mines. Yeah. So you're down there and you find them and they're also kind of like escaping from prison at the same time. I don't really fully understand what's happening. So maybe there's like prisoners and gangsters down there. I you watched, know what? I'm yeah. confusing. You know what? I'm confusing the other dark ride. There was another dark ride where you like had a gun and you were shooting at all these like people like with stripes on their shirts and stuff. Oh yeah, no, supposed that, to be yeah. criminals escaping from a from a jail. Yeah, there was no interactivity in this one. Definitely not while I was when I was there. I wa- I watched a YouTube video of it just to like you know have an idea of what I like it. It's uh and Sean was telling me know. there's uh rides like that at Disney as well, but where you go through it and then you like go up and then you come back through the same room, but you're like seeing it from a different angle i thought that was really cool i haven't seen that in very many dark rides where you get like the like a two-story they do that with peter pan i know that where you're like in the because you like fly and then you're she mentioned tower of terror as well i think because we were we went on that at the at tokyo disney like i remember that 
Oh, and, cool. and what was it? The um, the ET ride, which doesn't exist anymore, but that does that too, where like you take you take you up really high and then you see. And I, I ended up watching a really defunct cool. land about uh, some dark rides and to prepare for it. I mean, I really, I really want to ride one of those modern ones that has the like radio guided cars instead of being on we, tracks. Uh, we we rode like this Winnie the Pooh one at a. At, That's the one. Yeah, at at a Tokyo Disney that was really new, where it doesn't have like tracks. Yeah, and it's all and like has like, the where they all go then, different ways. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. We yeah we rode on that. That was like pretty new when we were there. I remember that being a thing. That, that was, was like, pretty, it was that like, was, it was like brand new. In this video. Yeah. So the the ride this video was talking about was this Wiggles ride in Australia that was pretty hilarious. Well, the um, what was it? The, the Scooby Doo ride that I went on at the Warner Brothers World in Abu Dhabi, like that was similar thing too was a yeah. lot like that Winnie the Pooh ride where it doesn't really have a track and it all kind of everything moves kind of differently. It was it was like a it, it felt like a modernized version of like a Haunted Mansion but with like Scooby Doo stuff in it, you know. And it, it was and I liked it a lot. Like it had like, you know, ghosts would jump out of mirrors and stuff like that, but it felt really new. Like it felt really new and modern and all that shit. So there is a there's some pretty cool coasters. I'm trying to remember what the one was called or it was like Time Traveler or something. But you were in this boat or no, Time Traveler was a different one. See, I'm getting them confused because we rode them all multiple times. So there's this one that we rode where you're in, two, it's like two seats, and then there's two seats behind you facing the opposite way, and you're in like your own independent car, and it spins while it's going through the roller coaster. Oh. So you've got that added element of like while you're doing corkscrews and loop-the-loops and stuff. Ex- extra element of, of puke it, <laughs> pushing. It was fun. I, I was surprised. It, it didn't spin a whole lot with us because of the way that our weight was distributed, but I rode it several times because it was my favorite coaster there. And then, yeah, there's there's a few good coasters. Um, and then we rode the the water ride was this huge, it's the biggest water ride I've ever ridden. You're on it for like I feel like it was almost like a five or six minute ride, which is really long for a, a theme park. But at one point, it takes you up like I think it's like eighty feet up in the air, and you go up an elevator, and then you go down, and I just absolutely got drenched. Well, Shauna even worse than I. It was just the most, but the whole car it was like one of those round, big round ones that you ride in with a bunch of people, and it was just full of water, like all, all the way up to our ankles. And it's. I, I hope you're wearing a swimsuit or something. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't plan very well. I was telling everybody I should wear my Crocs. Crocs are all, all terrain, all weather. Yeah. All. And I, you, I didn't you, have my. You didn't Crocs want to be me. reminded of uh, working, right? Because you wear did, those at work, right? Because they're like the best shoes for for like cooks or whatever. Yeah, I have multiple pairs of them. So I have my casual ones I could have worn, but I didn't. And uh, so my shoes just got absolutely wrecked. And for like the next couple of hours, it was like squish, 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 squish. And it was it was miserable. I hated it. And yeah. then those shoes, I just threw those shoes away. Cause... Did you get like calluses then? Like that happens to me a lot. You know, when your socks get wet and you walk in, yeah. then you get well, like blisters and stuff. Well, I took the socks off. And you, and I put feet. them in a plastic yeah. bag. And, and then I just walked barefoot in the shoes, which you're not supposed to do. Oh, yeah. That, that, I, mean, that, ruined. I mean, that can give you blisters too. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't get no blisters, but the shoes are ruined. I actually ended up throwing them away. So they've been oh, left in Missouri. Um, they're gone forever. But I got a new pair of shoes. So that's kind of fun. Not like for free. I had to buy them, but I get new shoes once every couple of years. This was an excuse. Stinky, squishy, ruined water park shoes. Yeah, I don't know. The water ride was fun to ride, but I was just not happy afterwards. Like, and it was really, really hot. So you would think it's kind of nice to be a little wet, but then your clothes just stick to you, and it's it's not fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I water rides suck. I mean, I, I realized they sucked a lot when I was a teenager because all your shit gets drenched. You know, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. What else did we do? I, uh, we went on a mountain coaster, which I don't know if you've tried any of those out. It's kind of a relatively new phenomenon and the popularity of them, but it's just a roller coaster cut into the side of a mountain that is usually just a one-off thing. Sometimes I'll have like zip lines and other stuff there too, but the coaster is like the main attraction and all on like the main roads, you'll see signs for different mountain coasters. And we rode the the tallest, fastest and longest uh, mountain coaster, which once again, I'm forgetting what it's called, but it was, it was fun. It was really fun. And it was like a seven or eight minute ride. Because you spend the first like five or six minutes just going through the woods and climbing up and you're all by yourself. Everybody's got their own car and a mountain coaster, unless you have like a little kid or something. And you also have like a brake so you can sort of control how fast you're going. And, you know, if you're supposedly, you know, if you're like a real devil, you'll just keep your brake pushed forward the whole time. You'll never use it. And I I did that. I held it forward the whole time and I actually almost pooped my pants at one point because I like really thought it was going to fly off the track because... It just like I, I like left my seat and got a little bit of airtime. It was it was moving quick and it was dark and the only light you could really see was like the lights that were on the track. So it was it was cool. I would recommend trying a mountain coaster if you have it. Um, we, it was it's not cheap. Just one ride was twenty dollars, and I waited in line for like an hour. It wasn't even included with the with the admission for no. This is a separate City. thing. No, this is a separate thing. It's oh, like okay, closer to our cabin. Now we did find out like Silver Dollar City owns a lot of shit because we did we did like one of those boat rides where they like do like a show for you. Yeah. And we went out on the lake and uh Silver Dollar City owned that boat. And then we went to um a cave. Caves are cool. And Silver Dollar City owned the cave. Mm. Even though and then Silver Dollar City also has its own cave. The, I, I remember that's called Marvel Cave. They're built on that. You know, it started out as the Marvel Cave was the, the tourist attraction, and then the theme park grew around it. And uh, and now Disney owns the Marvel Cave. Uh, That's what you said, right? That was a good one. <laughs> it is spelled the same way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cave we were in was like called like it had a bunch of different names. So I think I should have written all this down. It doesn't matter though. It was cool. We went there. We we went in the cave. I really liked that. That was one of my favorite parts of the trip. You went down into the down into the cave it was about 150 feet down and there was all the crazy like formations all over the place and stuff and uh, did, did they uh, did they do the thing where they turn all the lights off in the yeah. cave? yeah that's always so freaky like how it's like ultimate dark and it's like this is mm-hmm. this would be terrifying if you're in here and it wasn't like a guided cave or whatever you know? it reminded me a lot of like and i know the parodies were like based on this stuff but it's still like it reminded me of like what you see in simpsons or you no know, a good example would be like uh in being John Malkovich when they're talking about the the building they work in and they show the instructional video and it's like he had the mezzanine floor created for his wife who was shorter. Oh yeah, the thirteen you know, and like a half Nichols, floor or whatever it is. Or he's like, and then he asked her to marry it. And uh I don't know, just something about this the way the story of the cave being found. It's like some hunters were out shooting for rabbits and then the rabbit disappeared and they looked down the hole or they looked down the hole where the rabbit went and they started to drop rocks down it and you couldn't hear the rocks hit the ground. So Blah, 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 yakety-schmackety. It takes like 30 years for someone to finally go into the thing and realize, oh, this is a big-ass cave, and uh, turn it into a tourist attraction over the span of the next like 50 years, slowly carving out stairs and all that. But it's a cool it's a cool thing, and like the people that were giving the tours were actual geologists and stuff. So they were able to answer all kinds of 
cool geology questions about caves, like what are what kind of minerals are in that stalactite versus that, because it looks different. Yeah, depending on the water, what the water leaches through and the minerals it picks up, you'll have different stalactites that look different. And it was fascinating. It was, yeah, definitely one of my favorite parts of the trip. I bought some rocks for the store. Now I have my own rocks in the cave. Rocks are cool. Well, caves are cool. We, we, we've we gone to a lot of caves in uh, Ozark. Cause we, yeah. Uh, well, Missouri's a, got a, a shit ton of them. Of them. They're, still, they're yeah. still discovering new ones all the time. Yeah. I know all about this because they were telling us. We went there a couple of times. And we we like haven't gone to the same cave twice, so that was cool. So, so it's, the cave uh, was cool. We went to the aquarium. The aquarium was pretty cool. Um, just kind of like the St. Louis Aquarium, like more and more I go, like we've been to a lot of aquariums since I've been hanging out with Shauna. She likes to go to those. So we've been to them in a lot of the cities we've been to and just notice like there's this huge push to have a huge like audio visual show at the beginning where you're not even like looking at fish or anything and you're just watching TV. <laughs> they, they make you watch a video. Yeah. And this time Here's around a video like, about fish. It's like, well, who cares? Uh, take us to the real fish. <laughs> like for real right yeah and they've got like their mascots like a puffer fish named finn and i i think he would they, we found where he was in the aquarium or whatever but you know of course they got him talking in it and he's like flying at your face it was a 3d movie we had to watch it with oh, the, where the chairs like move around and they're spray and spray and wind at you and that's that's the last thing i think you would see at a aquarium like yeah, i would like, not guess that does this have to do with the aquarium? <laughs> you, and then have... you leave it and then you're like looking at jellyfish and you're finally like in an aquarium but you it's walk weird. through like four or five rooms of fishing, and all of a sudden you're like in the final room where you put the stingray. It was it was a really small aquarium, but they had this thing where you could draw a picture of a fish and then have it swim around in the water, like on this fake TV aquarium. I don't know. I but I have some videos of it. Maybe I'll post them. They they really but, they uh, really got to add a lot of stuff to get people excited. Lots about, of tech, uh, about technological stuff that I don't know. What just looking at fish. And then, of course, like any other aquarium, just a gigantic gift shop that you have to exit through. And, uh, well, that's everything, so, though. I mean, isn't that. Yeah, a, well, the theme park is the same. It was like Banksy, uh, exit through the gift shop. Like was, yeah. Everywhere you got to exit through the gift shop. Even even the museums in Chicago go through the gift shop. And then they also ask if you want to round up to donate. But I had a good time there. Ate a lot of Southern food, drank some moonshine, did all the touristy things, and stayed in a really nice cabin. Try to disconnect from technology a little bit i didn't do that great of a job but better than i have been doing when i'm at home did you uh did, did i saw that you like played uh what's it called witcher 3 on switch did you try doing that for a second was it did it look yeah. really really bad i just wanted to compare the two yeah and it was it was really bad yeah i still can't stomach the graphics yeah the, the, yeah it just doesn't it's not smooth enough to to be enjoyable and i really like it on the ps5 so that's the that's the mode to play. I also have it on the PC, but I don't have it installed right now. Uh, I've I kind of gone on Witcher Mania again because new episodes came out this week. I thought it was already done. Well, there was three more episodes, and uh, they were kind of divided up. I think it was like five and three or whatever. And so the last three just came out, and we got back Monday. Wait, we got back Sunday night, and I had Monday off. So I did play Slime Rancher a lot. Monday, and then I also watched all the witch, the new Witcher stuff. So I finished this season of Witcher, the third season, and uh, I was actually looking online to see if me I might consider uh, reading the first book and see how I feel because there's like six books and a collection of short stories. I think is the total library of it. I think at least the basic library. So I'm thinking about maybe checking out one of the books and see how it goes for me. 
because it's like originally written in Polish and then translated to English, but obviously it's a the story's good enough that it crosses cultures and everything because it's like a multi billion dollar like property now. Uh, man, what else? I played a little bit of Mario Kart. Once again, it was just like something to do. Like I would try to play some video games and I would like play a race of Mario Kart. And I'd be, I don't want to play video games. I want to go do something else. I, I, played, right I played the new yeah. races again while I was editing just to yeah. just to play them. And they're still pretty um, good. I guess the big thing it's is that like in Slime a... Rancher, I got to, well, I'm further than Dan is now. So that's, that means something. I've been telling Dan what to do now. Like he's been asking me questions about it. I think I got to the very end of it and I just have to figure out how to beat it. But I think I'm about to be done with the game. I've found every type of slime there is. I've built every gadget you can build at least that I've gotten blueprints for. And I think I've gone to every part of the map. So we'll see. But I think I'm about done with it. And after that, I guess I'll play Slime Rancher 2. Because that exists. Slime harder. Slime harder. But I liked cosplaying as a slime for a little bit. No, I hated it. But I got to sound like one of them. Not intentionally. You, you became a slime yeah. from the from the wet rides. <laughs> from the yeah. Log yeah, I never really liked wet rides. Also, like, when I was at the when I was at Warner, Brother, Warner Brothers World and... Uh, in Abu Dhabi, I realized that I don't like, uh, I, I can't do roller coasters anymore. They just make me want to vomit everywhere. And it wasn't, uh, actually, the one that I did wasn't necessarily a roller coaster. I went on this, like, scarecrow ride where you, like, go around and you also, like, spin around at the same time. And I really thought I was going to puke everywhere. Like, it felt like when you take too many shots, you know, and you're, like, mm. just trying to swallow because you don't want to vomit. Like, that's what it was. It was really bad. Like, I thought I was going to die in that thing. Like, it's like what you were saying. Like, my foot, my seat, my butt was off of the seat. Like, and it went upside down and all over the place, and I was like, "This is and this is how and this is how I die on this stupid fucking scarecrow roller coaster thing in Abu Dhabi." It was fucking, and it was the first thing I rode, like on the whole thing, like first thing I got on when I got there, and I was like, "Fuck that!" So I didn't do any other. I, I went on one like Tom and Jerry roller coaster, and that made me want to puke too at the end. So I was like, "You know what? No roller coasters for me. I don't really need them anymore. They just make me feel like I want to puke everywhere." Yeah, they're definitely not for everybody, and I think. A lot of people that kind of feel the age out of them or their bodies just can't handle it like they could when they were kids. And I think I'm getting there with certain rides, but I'm still able to do the roller coasters. And until I can't anymore, I'm going to keep doing it because that's my favorite part of theme parks. Sure. That and Dippin' Dots. I like the booze. They have them. They didn't have any booze there. Yeah. yeah we, went to, we went to Disney. There was no booze. It was very sad. Missouri is, there's not booze like at any of the restaurants that we went to. Except it's for like, the pizza place. It's right? like probably like Bible Belt ish, right? Yeah, the show we Shit, went yeah. to uh, uh, like had so many Christian elements to it. Like it was it was nuts. And like a lot of random like we were walking through like the the main like town square, whatever you want to call it. The, the, uh, it's just the huge area that you walk down. Like it's just there's no driving on it. It's just a huge long line of the shops. And like at one point, like we were walking by and I like see all these people stand up with their hands on their chest. And I'm like, what's going on? And there's a, a big screen with a flag on it. And they, and, the, and there was like just a recording of the national anthem playing. And like everybody was just up like, like you got to like stop what you're doing and face the flag right now. And we're just like, that's weird. Right? Face, face your true Lord. Like, I could see America. if somebody was standing there seeing it live, like, that's different. But I would be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, like, show, like, this is a moment. There's just a recording of someone singing it. And it wasn't even a real flag. It was a picture of a flag. Close uh, enough. Whatever. 
there is a lot there's a lot of talk of veterans. It's an open carry state, lots of guns everywhere. Yeah, that shit's that's just terrifying. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that open carry stuff. It freaks me out. It's just it's just one thing, one one older crazy person or their kids, more important. No more probably more possible their kids it was gonna lot. get a gun I mean, and just start shooting people. There's so many similarities between it and like we went to Gat Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge last year. Just such a similar vibe as far as like you know, of course you're gonna see all the ra- the the stores you normally see like at malls and stuff, but then you're also gonna see like the Trump store and like stuff like just like okay. Like obviously they they know their audience they're gonna make some money but you really need a whole store apparently so because I've seen more than one. Well, they probably can sell some. Uh, they probably make some money off that shit. I want to know what they sell there, or maybe I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. <laughs> they just sell giant, like giant, leave, giant, giant like red I'd ties. Feel obligated to buy a hat. Giant red red ties and red hats and fake wigs that look really shitty. Orange can, foundation. You can buy like a you know a CD CD box sets of all of his shitty speeches that he ever gave. <laughs> they got some like Trump steaks still frozen in the back. You can buy like all the episodes of whenever he fired people. Whatever the fuck the show that was. You can, it's the only place you can get the the Home Alone two that hasn't been there still, <laughs> where he has been cut out. You can you can get it there still. They have the versions where he hasn't where he hasn't been removed. He actually just had himself CGI'd back into that version. But that'd be hilarious if it was like Jabba and when they re-released the Star Wars movies. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh. I, you know, I saw a couple of arcades there, but they were all, none of them look like, what, what, you know, I want a divey bar with arcades in it, or if it's going to be an arcade, that's a chain or whatever, that's cool, but, like, these are, like, the big, like, you gotta pay, you gotta pay, like, some kind of fee to get in, and then you gotta, like, buy a card to play any games, and, like, it's a lot of just the big flashy games, like, more about trying to win prizes than uh, actual arcades and stuff, so. I just avoided them. I didn't. I was like, I don't need to go in there because if I do spend any money, it'll be on like something that I don't even want to stand and play for very long. And I just want to keep walking and see what else is down here. And then I saw there was a Mr. Beast place, so I went in there and talked to the guy about Mr. Beast for a bit. Isn't that like a what's Mr. Beast? It's a YouTuber. Know. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's okay if you don't. He's just like he's like a really popular YouTuber. Yeah, I was gonna guess life. that it's a YouTube thing. He's actually like crossed over into having like different merchandise and stuff well like he has a whole fast food restaurant but like logan paul right but he's like actually getting sued for by them now because he's trying to like yeah i saw his name in the news for down. like something yeah yeah he got in trouble for some shit but I'll be, yeah I don't anyway know. I whatever don't know it was it was just kind of funny i thought because it was like it literally said like beast bar on the outside it had a picture of his face and i'm like all right i gotta go in there and it was just like it was a popcorn store that yeah just sold like they had like a couple of his products there, but it wasn't like an actual Mr. Beast store. And you got to see your best friend uh, Guy Fieri. That's Guy Fieri, right? That picture that you. Uh, yeah, Guy Fieri has a restaurant there. Um, but I, I see his fucking was, face all over was the place here. He's got a bunch just of no one was here. in there. Yeah, we, I, I didn't really want to eat there, but I was thinking about like going inside and just seeing like what it looked like. But I ended up just like saying hi to him like in sign form, and then I was like, we can we can we can, we can leave. That's enough for me. I just need a picture with the sign. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we can we can take a we can take a break and then come back and talk about Pokemon presents and news. And we also have a question on our community that Hell yeah. uh, we need to answer. So.
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! And uh, we got we got a question from uh, the Nintendo Main community page from our friend from friend of the show and fan Hutch, and he says, "What are three things that make a game for you, and what are three things that break a game for you? Things that drive you to play versus drive you to turn it off." And uh, my wife just said, "Breaks too many buttons to push or combinations of buttons. If you can teach it to me slowly, I can learn it." But if you are expecting me to remember that jump is B and right shoulder, I'm never going to play. Also, annoying characters. If it's too hard right away, I'll just shut down. Makes quirky humor, unexpected beauty, simple buttons. What drives me, challenge ramps up, but remains fun. We've actually, uh, what was it? We were playing, um, what was it? Unraveled 2 or whatever, Justin and I were. And they were saying that that one had too many buttons. Like, it was fun until it got to be too many buttons to do different things. And I And I feel that way sometimes, too. It's like... You know, it should, uh, I feel like the control should still be innovative. And it's, you know, and especially, yeah, games that throw a lot, a bunch of shit at you at, at the at once at the beginning is always, you know, can be annoying. Where you, you don't really, you don't want to look at it and then later you wish you would. And you're like, oh, wait, now I don't know that you have to press these five buttons together to, to do this thing. But what are, what are, uh, what are your, do you have answers for that, Jeremy? What, what breaks, what breaks a game for you and what makes a game for you? I still don't 100% know what it is I like about certain games because when I get into a game, I just get, obsessed with it usually and then one day i'll just like stop playing it and i for the most part won't care anymore um but i think one thing that would break a game one thing that would keep me from playing a game is if it looked like it was trying too hard to be like a realistic game so if it's like realistic violence and stuff like that i'm probably just gonna not even like care about it like i'm gonna have to hear about it from someone else later 
or like see some buzz about it online and then maybe i'll but if it's like a first person shooter or something like that i'm just gonna be like whatever no so i guess maybe i'm referring more to those like realistic violence games like and don't get me wrong i like them ps5 resident games. evil 4 i like some fi- like i like the uh those are kind of more cartoony i haven't played though, a lot of it but i like death loop yeah it's a little more cartoony but it's still really you know gross and stuff and far cry you know i still like to play those games from time to time and they're very realistic so but then again i wouldn't be playing them if i hadn't heard about them or so if i just see yeah if i just see a new game and it's like some big muscly dude walking around doing stuff action or shooting things i'm gonna be like no that's not for me and then i i i will also say like too complicated of controls like i have a simple mind no no final fight falling out of the other side as new things they're putting in so like yeah if you're teaching me the controls, even as we go, I'm forgetting what I learned like a few steps ago already. Well, it kind of actually Jess's comment reminded me of like when uh, of like when uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge came out, and they like you know you, you remember when you played it, you were like I just skipped all the tutorials because they just throw you and all then that I shit. I didn't at know the about the uh, yeah. dodge mechanic until y'all told me about it. Well, I didn't know about building up the special moves until you two told mm-hmm. me about it. So because I, I thought you just. I didn't know you could like breathe and then get it and all that. So, because I was just playing it where you just earned it and then it wasn't really annoying. And then I found out that you could just breathe and then it got really annoying. <laughs> or, yeah, I hit the button for it to come back. So, yeah, I always, I, I don't like things where they, sh- where they throw a lot of shit at you. At, at you know, beginning. you get something like, once again, though, you get a game like uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which arguably has a relatively complex controls. And it's because it's a Zelda game that I forced myself to learn it. And also, you know, I had, some learning from breath of the wild but likewise i learned how to play that because it was zelda yeah and uh so there's a certain measure of hype that will get me to put in the brain work elden ring not great not too crazy yeah yeah i guess so i guess the controls are fairly complicated the systems definitely are complicated in how you level up and all the different stuff with armor and weapons and stuff so those those are the complicated games that are the exceptions to the rule for me yeah, I don't know. That's why I, that's why I find myself being like, I would say these things would turn me off, but there's a there's there's a glaring example to the opposite in every case. I would say, yeah, video games, gotta love them. <laughs> yeah, uh, hmm, video games. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the way I'll end that. Oh yes, mm-hmm. video games, uh, digital. So, so uh, yeah, I made some notes here. Let's say. So, like, three things that make a game for me. And I've said this before, probably many times. I like games that have, like, a big, beautiful, open open world. You know, like... And I guess... In, and I'm talking, like... You know, like, stuff like Xenoblade. Like, you you know... So, you're not getting open world fatigue like a lot of people are talking about? Well, I got fatigue from uh, Breath... From whatever it's called. Tears of the Kingdom. But that's different. Yeah. I don't know. My... I, I guess it's... I don't know. I guess I like... It, it depends on the open world. Like I like I love the open world of Xenoblade, and I just kept finding new places that I hadn't found, and I was still very excited about it. But everything felt really different on that. But I like that sort of thing, or like Dragon Quest Eleven, you know, where like you're going over this big world, and it's fun to traverse it, like like that sort of thing. Like I guess it never really felt truly open world, though. I mean, to me, it did. You know, I'm just saying, like, was that it has a nice world to look at that you walk yeah. across. I guess I don't know. I did whatever you whatever you want to call open world. Like I thought that. You know, I thought Pokemon Arceus was a lot of fun, but people say that's not open world enough. But I think the games that are too open world are the games that I don't like. So, I mean, yeah, I think I like the more simple open whatever. If you can fucking walk wherever you want to fucking walk on a world, it's open world to me. I'm sorry. That's that's how it, that's how it is. I mean, there's a million games that are sandbox games, and 
Arceus is a sandbox game. Xenoblade is, you know, like they totally have this world that you fucking walk around in. So that's open. To yeah, me. I mean, Breath or Tears of the Kingdom is absolutely a sandbox game. Yeah, that's something that I really like. Uh, also, um, music, of course, you know, great, great background music has a lot to do with it. Like uh, that was, you know, that's always a, that, I mean, a lot of video, a lot of RPGs that I really like is I like like an open world that you can walk across that was really beautiful, have this like beautiful horizon that you can walk with great music behind you, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of what I go for. Yeah, kind of okay. Well, take it like just generalize a little more and say ambience, like all the factors that surround the gameplay that kind of transport you to the other world. And it's a beautiful place, and I wish there- all of your senses are excited to be there, other than smell, because usually it doesn't go with you. So apparently, they're adding that to PS Five Smell Vision, so you'll nice. have that soon enough. Hopefully, it doesn't yeah. melt. Hopefully, it doesn't melt it like. Uh, I, I don't think I posted it on the Slack, but did you, did you hear that about Evo? How it was melting the uh, it was melting the controller ports. The PS5 was because it was so heated up from the place it, from the Street Fighter Six competition. I thought that was pretty funny. What? Yeah, and at like, the like the PS5 got hot enough that it did. Yeah, they, so you know people you know people bring their own controllers in. Like, well, they bring controllers that they want to plug directly into the system because of okay. you know lag and all that. Because if you're a professional. Uh, fighting game fan you have to have you have to plug it in the system so um yeah no i i read this that that the ps5s were getting so hot that they were melting the the usb plugs that were plugged into the system so the usb oh my God. plugs were were like heating up and, and melting whatever was so, so people's like controller ports were getting were getting melted because <laughs> it couldn't oh handle because it couldn't handle the intense uh street fighter 6 action because the ps5 isn't as powerful as people think it is <laughs> it seems like from whatever. That's why they're making a pro that's coming out sometime soon. Right. Well, technology moves quick. It does. Yeah. But I mean, I thought that was funny that it's like it's like it was like melting things. And I think oh my god. My uh my my third thing for makes was uh, engaging gameplay. Of course, like it's. I feel like now that I'm older, you know, I, I would probably would have said story at one point, but I think it. I, I think I've gotten to where I'm more interested in the game mechanics than the story. Like, I'm more you know like like Pikmin Four. Like I love Pikmin Four, but I don't give a shit about the story at all. I just love just walking around with little Pikmin and killing people. Like, I don't really care what happens in it. I, I just like the way the game plays. And I feel that's become a lot of games now is where I don't really, I don't really care that much about the story. I mean, yeah, sure, an engaging story is great, but, but engaging gameplay is more important to me than that, I think. And that's really what keeps me on it. Yeah, I think I used to be a lot more of a fan of story as well. And I think for me, it's just, there's so, you know, we, it's, it's, yeah, it's, we live in a time where, there's just so many, there's just too many options. Too many I, games. It's hard to get into something new. It's hard to like make room in my time in my, in my brain for a new store, like a new story or a new world. And, uh, I can't really bounce too many of those things at once. So like now that anytime I'm bored, I can just watch, I know I can find an, a new anime or I can watch another episode of what, or there's all these TV shows that I could watch new episodes of. I know. That's probably going to slow down here in a little while, but um, it's already slowing down. <laughs> yeah, um, we may never see another episode of Law and Order: Special Victims Unit. So, yeah, I think so it, sad about it. I think I liked, you know, f- the last game I remember really like getting sucked into the story on was, uh, well, with the exception of Elden Ring, but that's because if I didn't listen to the companion podcast, I probably wouldn't care about the story. I, w- I would have forgotten about it a long time ago. In fact, I probably would have stopped playing the game. Like it kind of compelled me to want to finish it, like from an early or an early point. But um, well, I forget what I was talking. About. Elden Ring. 
or no? Uh, oh, the uh, last the last game I really cared about story gameplay. was, uh, was uh, yeah. Inscription. Game gameplay versus story. Inscription had really good story. Uh, it actually, you know, used real world footage and stuff to 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 cement the idea of its kind of multimedia story thing it had going. And I really liked that. You know, that was that's compelling gameplay and story in that yeah. one. I mean, it's it it, it kind of works. You don't both, always get yeah. that. It works both ways for me, but I but for me, like if I had to choose one or the other, it would always be gameplay over story. But I mean, there are a lot of games that like like you know like Pokemon Scarlet Violet. That story really had me. I was really into the story on that, and I was really into the story of Xenoblade as well. But it also had great gameplay mechanics as well. Like the like the battle systems were really good, and I like I like that a lot. So I don't know. I guess I, I guess at depends on what day you ask me. I might say one or the other, but I I would I I think I would always say gameplay over story. As far as like Any things more. as as far as things that uh that break the game for me, I put this uh, repetition really bothers me. I think that's what uh that's what kind of turned me off of uh Tears of the Kingdom when I got to that final dungeon again. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to do the same fucking thing again. I don't know. Those dungeons really they they didn't they didn't work for me in that game. That was too much, way too much repetition. For sure. Whereas, like, you know, find find five things and then fight a boss. They they were all kind of the same. It wasn't enough difference to me. Like, if if you if you have to do the same thing over and over and over again, it gets to a point where I'm like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. And also, I put this one kind of uh, because I'm not really as into it as most people. I don't know if it's necessarily a break. I just kind of put it in there just to be a troll. But building building mechanics, (laughs) not really into it. I don't I don't really I don't know. It doesn't do that much for me. I, I know it's I know everybody loves it crafting and all that stuff, but it's not really something I look for in games, I guess. With the exception of you did like Dragon Quest Builders. I liked it because it was Dragon Quest, yeah. <laughs> That's why I liked it. Well, it was Minecraft with a point, is what I, is what I said. And in, in that and in that situation, the, I did like it because it had a story, and I felt like it had a progression where I never really understood Minecraft to know where the progression was. You know, there needs to be, maybe not necessarily a story for me, but there needs to be, like, goals laid out to where I need to go to the next thing. I can't just, like play the game indefinitely i need like a you know like the sims like i never really got into the sims until i played the the gamecube version of the sims because there were goals there were levels it's like all right do this do this do this and i'm like okay well this is fun because they wanted to make it like a console game as they said you know where you could we have things that you have to do to get you to the next thing and that's what you know but i can't just like i can't just like play it just play the game as is and and build like beautiful looking uh you know star trek enterprises or whatever all over the place I never did any of that. I just wanted to play it just to like just to play the game and just get to the next thing, you know. I get it. I'm yeah. not I'm not talented enough at building things. I mean, I guess maybe I should put more time in it, but it's it's not really I don't know, it's not really a big thing for me. And uh, of course, I had to put it in here cuz I mentioned on the show before. Uh my number 3 uh break thing is tower defense. Don't like it. Don't like tower defense. Uh I didn't like it in Breath of the Wild or whatever. Tears of the Kingdom. I know there's a little bit of tower defense in Pikmin 4, but it doesn't seem tower defense enough yet. We'll see. We'll see when I get farther to the game if it annoys me more. But it hasn't. It's not like to where you have to set things up and they kind of go and do their own thing, and you have to jump from one thing to another. Like that. I don't know. I can't get into it. You know that was a, that was what lost Tim Schafer all that money from uh, from the fucking from the Jack Black game. They lost a ton of money on that game because nobody wanted to play a fucking tower defense game. <laughs> Sorry, no, Brutal Legend. Which Brutal at, Legend was a tower defense game. Oh yeah, you didn't play it. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a, a, a full on fucking tower defense game. It was funny while I was packing our stuff is that I realized that 
you know, there's there's a, there's a few games that Jess and I both own, and uh, we both don't like Brutal Legend, but we also both own Brutal Legend. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we we both got uh, we both got tricked by that because we both love Tim Schafer, but but yeah, no, it was it, it had all the. It had all the things that would make a wonderful game. You got Jack Black on there. You got this like metal world and like these demons and hell and all this cool shit and metal and. But no, it's a fucking tower defense game. It's what it is. And I couldn't. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I just had to stop. You didn't like balloons. You get. I don't know what that is. Uh, you get. You it was get a tower defense game. You get wings and you like fly around from like tower to tower and make sure it all like. It was a real letdown. But yeah, they they lost a ton of money on that game because because I guess. Uh, People weren't ready for a for a tower defense game. For it was also incredibly glitchy. For my oh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I watched Conan play through the whole thing. He hated it, but he played through the whole thing. He played through. It. I remember he beat it, and he's like, he's like, I will never play this game again. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, I, I'm surprised you had the endurance to make it all the way through it. I was just kind of like, once they got to the tower defense stuff, I was like, this sucks. He had a really cool car too. Like I thought it was going to be kind of like an open world thing where you go around and kill demons and stuff, but no. You gotta protect your towers. It was yeah, it was the it was a letdown, major letdown for me. But yeah, that's the those are the that's what breaks it on me. And thanks again, Hutch, for sending in a question yeah. and all that. You know, I'll say one last make. I've said it on the show before, but might as well say it again. When a game touches my soul, when I feel like it transcends game and it gets to me, it's like the game's playing me. Yeah, like Celeste. Celeste was one. Inscription was actually one too, and then it's a uh, companion piece, Pony Island, or its predecessor. Sometimes games Undertale, Undertale was one. Sometimes they just transcend. Ooh, I feel like, like I did VR glasses on, and they're watching me. I wish I, I w- honestly wish I would have known less about Undertale. Maybe I would have played it longer. Yeah, but since I already knew that, like you weren't supposed to kill anybody, I didn't know how to play it. And maybe if I could, would have gone into it without knowing that, I would have played it longer. But it was like, yeah. But then I didn't want to. I didn't want to not. I just wanted to play it like I would any other RPG. So I couldn't get into it. Actually, yeah, that didn't get spoiled for me. I found that out the hard way. Yeah, you got to play it. You got to play it before. But yeah, let's let's talk about another series that definitely makes it for all of us or breaks it for everyone. Whatever. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> there was a Pokemon presents that happened. I, I saw a lot of negativity towards it on the internet. Everybody was all like, "Fuck that presentation." I thought it was pretty good. I mean, hey, I I got a 64 game out of it on Nintendo Switch Online. We got a new Game Boy game on Nintendo Switch Online. I'm I'm happy. You get Mew. You can get Mew on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I'm into that. You're going to get Mew yeah, too eventually. Free, right? Yeah, you just put in a code. It's available th- through like the 18th of September, so you still got time. I haven't gotten it yet, <laughs> actually. I tried to get it while I was waiting at the jury place, but I could not get on their internet. Like, I could not get the internet to work on my phone or the Switch. So it was, well, it worked on my phone for a second, but then it just stopped working. So maybe there were too many people on at the same time. But yeah, the, the, the base, the show was, um, you know, they state, they do a lot of like, you know, cell phone shit at the beginning for the first five minutes, which is always just kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. They they talked about the Pokemon World Championship. Uh, they showed like some of the shit you can win from doing it. It's going to be in Yokohama, Japan. So cool. So those are like prizes that you win for. Oh, okay, I think so. It's like swag stuff, I guess. Pokemon plushies, Pokemon trainer cruise ship, whatever. Wow. All right, so there's a. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care that much about it. Uh, Pokemon Path to the Peak, which is a new animated web series that's happening. That's actually about the trading card game and not and not the regular uh regular creatures so that's kind of interesting i guess they showed they showed some of that on there it's a 
starting on the 11th of August. That's this Friday. It'll be the same. So how day. does it work? Are there the Pokemon still in the world, but the people are going around playing the card game instead? I don't know. Because that's kind of how the card game works, right? Probably, yeah. The TCG on the Game Boy Color. I've, I haven't played it in a while. I do actually own a physical copy of that. I was say, you own it now digitally also, which, uh, also. what was it? Uh, Nintendo Life, uh, they did a little thing about it, where which I think is interesting. You know, the original, the when it came out, the Game Boy had like an IR reader thing on the front of it, and you yeah. like put them next to each other, and they would read each other. And now you can do that just by playing online, like through Nintendo Switch Online. So that's pretty cool. Like you can, you can, uh, you can you can do that function that maybe not everybody was able to do with somebody next to them. Now you can just do it with just connecting with your friends online. Are you so. able to actually card battle with each other? Oh yeah, online. Yeah, I watched uh, mm-hmm. watched a stream of it. You can totally do it. You can play it online. Holy shit! Yeah, no, I, I mean it, it got they they both got both. Well, I guess we're skipping ahead kind of, but whatever. Uh, they they basically said coming out today, uh, Pokemon trading card, the trading card game for Game Boy Color, and also uh, Pokemon Stadium Two coming out today. So both of those came out, and they both got reviewed. Um, I saw Nintendo Life reviewed both of them. Game nine, so I mean, they said they're still stellar games and all that. So I don't remember what was different about Stadium Two. Well, Stadium Two had the had the Pokemon from Silver and Gold instead uh-huh. of Red and Blue, and it also had like newer. Um, it, it had it had the new uh, mini games. Had a different different mini games from one. But I never owned uh, Pokemon Stadium Two, so. I haven't played it yet, but I'm excited to play it. Also, I was going to try to play it while I was at the jury thing, but internet didn't work, so I couldn't couldn't get it couldn't get it on there. But I will be playing it during the edit because Pokemon Stadium is one of the best editing games to play, as I've said before, because it's all like it's turn based, you know. So you just and you don't even have to move; you just pick your move, wait for it to happen, let them do their thing. So you just you just hit a button. So you're just doing your edit. You just hit a button. The next thing, like it's the, I feel like it's one of the most chill games, you know, you because you're just battling. You're not even looking around. And it's all strategic. Like, that's what I kind of love about it. I know people say that there's less, obviously, because you can't bring your Pokemon from the Game Boy in there. But if you look at it just as, like, the mechanics of Pokemon and just, like, doing the battles and all that, I think it's really cool. And it can be really, really strategic and a lot of fun. So if you want to learn if you want to learn the types and all that, play, play the Pokemon Stadium games. Because you have to know that. Otherwise, you're not going to win. You know, you have to actually know shit about it. It's not, it's not an easy game by any means. You know, you really have to know know your way around things and you have to kind of like you know try to predict the what what the computer is going to do and all that stuff and you know and i I had a lot of fun with the first one and i'm excited to play the second one so and as i you know i'm I'm a i'm a shill for 64 games so i'm i'm into i'm into that it's i think it's that my 64 app is the most is one i played the most out of all the nintendo switch online stuff so i mean there you go but those games are longer They're, they're a lot longer than the super nintendo nes ones i guess I don't know. I played. The, well, I guess I, I played the crap out of Mario Golf because Mario Golf. I want to. Um, awesome. I, I was a little disappointed to not hear that they were releasing. You know, some of the classic games just because we've just had that burning question of whether or not they would work with the. Yeah. You know the the Game Boy game would interface with the with the stadium games because that'd be pretty damn cool. But I just I I don't I don't know I just I just don't see it happening. Like, I don't, it probably I, will. I don't think it's going to happen, and if it does. It, oh yeah, they they showed they show where you could take your picture with all these like Pokemon uh, designs on the wall and in Japan and all that, which was kind of funny. People making all these weird poses, but no, I, I feel like if it's going to happen, they're going to sell it separately and they're going to sell it for sixty bucks each. It's going to be Pokemon Red and Blue sixty bucks because they can and people will pay for it. They're going to pull the take to uh, the Red Dead Redemption thing. It's been getting right. so much shit because yeah, why not? Yeah, so I'm I have the video playing over here on double speed. <laughs> Silent. So I'm just kind of seeing like. 
Well, I, I was just, I was just trying to I was just trying to figure out if there was any because I don't remember seeing any Pokemon in the in the video for the trading card show, and I'm not seeing any any here either. It's just a whole lot of uh, I mean, there, there's some Pokemon toys or, or that or I guess that's an origami Pokemon. So you haven't seen the actual creatures. Yeah, I mean, it shows them like imagining them while they're while they're playing the card game. So the answer to your question is I don't know. And Pokemon just like there's so much stuff. Oh my god, there's so many games and iterations, and then each one has so many different Pokemon in it. That's true. Oh, there's gotta be millions of things. After uh, after Path to the Peak was when it started getting good because uh, they got into they showed some more footage of of Detective Pikachu Returns, which yeah. I'm uh, I'm real excited about that game. And uh, if John was here, I would ask him if he felt anything about it. Because they, cause they showed some really cool footage, like about, uh, like, uh, it shows, like, Pikachu talking to uh, various different Pokemon. And you can actually use them to help you, like, figure out the, the clues, you know, because, you you know, you're a detective. And it's very much like a point-and-click game. And I thought it might, like, be kind of up, up his alley in that way. The only way that any Pokemon game would, you know, for him. But... Uh, but it yeah, it looked like there were some cool powers that you can do there, and I liked. Uh, oh yeah, and you get to see more of the main character's family now. Like you see his mom and you see his sister. Like I don't remember him having a mom in the movie, right? I thought he was just I thought he was just by himself. Yeah. But you get to see some of Tim's family. Oh yeah, and he's got like a girlfriend, maybe. Well, there's a there's a female that he goes to college with that I thought maybe he was interested in. And it, oh yeah, and like there's like one of his uh, there's like his dad's friend that in, that's in there as well. There's there's like this whole other guest, a, a whole lot cast of more people than you see in the other one. But I think it looks good. Oh yeah, his dad's friend is like the mayor. Or no, no, that's no, that's his like so his whatever sort of girlfriend's dad is the mayor. Yeah, there's there's a part where uh, with Detective Pikachu riding a glow a, a growlith and the growlith is like sniffing around for like scents and stuff like that, or or you use like this big um this big snow creature that can like break down walls and I like that stuff where you actually you know can use the Pokemon for their different powers, but you use it to to solve crimes instead of uh, you know instead of fighting each other. I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm still pretty psyched about it. I think it looks good. If you wanna if you wanna have a laugh, go to YouTube.com/slash/IntelliMeanPodcast and look up my uh. Detective Twin Pikachu video that I made. You can see where I stuck all the lines from from Special Agent Cooper in there. That's pretty good. From the from the from the first the trailer for the first game for the 3DS one. But I'm yeah, that's, I'm glad they're showing more stuff about that. And I think it's I think it's due out in October, so it's still got it's still got some time. But it looks it looks charming. The characters, characters look fun. Yeah, October six. October is going to be real crowded. And that's just uh, adding it adding it to the pile there. Pile of shit. All right. So then, after that is the new Pokemon anime series, the one that takes place after, obviously, after Ash has already did whatever he did in the last one. The Pokemon Horizons is, uh, I guess, I guess it's starting on the eighth of September. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's got a release date now. There you go. Uh, Pokemon Go is like what going to Paldea. This I don't know if you saw this. Uh, you probably didn't see it, but it was in the video. Was pretty funny because it just like it does the Pokemon Go thing. And then it just does like this thing where it just like cuts for to all these different types of shoes everywhere. It's like shoes. I was trying to shoes, figure out what boot. that was all about. And I'm like, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I'm watching and I'm like, am I supposed to know what this is? Because like they some of them have like little charms or something. And I guess it's supposed to let you know that they're bringing the Pokemon from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet into Pokemon Go. I don't know. I don't. I don't play that game anymore, so it doesn't really matter to me. But they're that's what they were. I guess if you were really into it, you'd be like, oh my god, there's the. Shoes of that guy that had the dying dog or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, the characters that were in there. Or that one lady that wouldn't leave you alone about fighting. Or she just always knocking on the door. I mean, like, let's fucking fight our Pokemon right now. 
Pokemon Unites. Uh, you got a, you got a couple different Mewtwo's uh, showing up in there. I saw like different different shaped Mewtwo's. I'm like, okay, I don't play Pokemon Unite, but a lot of people do. You know, it's always I get get for you know for a second. I'm like, you know, I should play that, but I haven't, and I probably won't. But you know, I hear I hear it's good from the people who like it. Uh, Pokemon Masters X. They're adding they were adding people in there from uh, Scarlet and Violet. I think is what I saw. Uh, there's like in game events. Oh yeah, there's some new new characters showing up in there. Uh, whatever. The the thing I said at the very top of the show. Uh, can you eat Pokemon now? The Pokemon Cafe Remix. They there's have like these fish. They have like fish that are like uh turning into like sushi. Like I always. I don't know how you felt about like if you can eat Pokemon in the Pokemon universe or not. But I always wondered about that. But this one is like yeah, actually like showing ice like cream heads or whatever. It's showing like live Pokemon like on rice. They're like live fish, like with eyeballs and all that moving. And they lay like, like different types of like sushis, like the way they would position the fish on. Yeah, I'm like this like is either kinda... drooping over, like kind of sticking up or like sticking straight out. Yeah, they look like they look like nigiri, but it's like, nigiri, but they, but they right. got eyeballs and they're looking at you. I don't like it. It's kind of freaky. And they join your team. <laughs> but yeah, the Pokemon Ca- Cafe Remix. I guess you can eat everything in that game. I don't know. I played it a little bit on Switch, but it didn't really, and it didn't really grab me. I think it was one of those things where I just, you know, I downloaded it and then I deleted it. Not very, not too long after I downloaded it. I'm kind of like, all right, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I guess, they, you know, they're still supporting that for anybody who plays that on their phone or plays it on the Switch or whatever. You can uh, you can do that. I actually might be kind of excited about the expansion for Johansson. Yeah. So, uh, we, yeah, we already talked about this. The next thing on the show was uh, Pokemon Trading Cards Game and Pokemon Stadium 2. Yeah, those are out now. Like I said, very good. Uh, they talked a little bit, tiny bit about Pokemon Sleep. Um, like I said before, I don't know. It's just I don't have the time for it. I want to just sleep like I normally do. It's like Pokemon, get out of my get out of my sleep. Pokemon Paldean wins. Oh yeah, that's another web series coming out on YouTube on September sixth. I remember seeing that. That's not the, the that's not the stop motion one. They didn't show any of the stop motion stuff. But yeah, the the, the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet stuff. Uh, once they started to get to that, it's cool that they're giving you a. Uh, that you're going to get a Mew. I think all you have to do, like, all it is is, like, what? You you are Mew or something like that? I, I took a picture of it from the video. Mm-hmm. It's just, all, yeah, all you have to do is go to the mystery gift menu in the game and say, get your Mew. That's all you have to type in. Get your Mew, all caps. And you can get it till September 18th. And the cool thing about it is that the Mew that you get, they will all have random terra types. So, like, whenever you crystallize them or whatever... They will, you know, they might have a different secondary type and all that, and that's kind of cool. That makes it a little more interesting. And there's going to be a Mewtwo event that hasn't happened yet, where you get to fight a Mewtwo in a Terra battle, and you can collect a Mewtwo as well. So you're going to get Mew and Mewtwo on Scarlet and Violet if you're, you know, if you're into it, if you want to get back into it and all that. And I'll, I'll turn it back on for that. Like I, you know, I'm a, I was always a big, I was always a big Mewtwo stan. You know, so I'm, uh, I'm into it. I like I like Mewtwo and his and his ideas of of uh, humanity and all of that. It <laughs> <laughs> is very is very like deep uh, deep thoughts on the on uh, you know existence and our own purpose and all that stuff. <laughs> that was my that was my favorite part about that first uh, Pokemon movie was how in depth he got about existence and all. It was like it was like having like a you know taking the IDS class again at uh, Lincoln Christian College except <laughs> in Pokemon form. I remember the. Pikachu speech that the inspirational speech that you would oh yeah yeah sometimes I mean that would yeah the one where it's all it's all just Pika you can't hear it 
I'm, I'm hoping, you know, obviously looking at all the, all the Scarlet and Violet like update stuff, it's like, you know, it's, I'm always just in the back of my mind. I'm like, but are you going to, are you going to fix it? Like, are you, <laughs> you going to make it look yeah. better? Like, uh, I mean, I'm intrigued. The answer is no. I'm super intrigued by the DLC because I really like the game, you know, and I'm going to get it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just watching like these videos of Mew, of like Mew and Mewtwo and how good it looks, it's like, man, why couldn't the game have looked like this? I mean, I know this is, you know, it's just their own animation that they made that has nothing to do with the game, but it's like, does the game look that good? But they, I thought they had some interesting, you know, some interesting different stuff. There's going to be, uh, what, two different Area Zero places. My, my nickname earlier is, uh, I was just making fun of those new, those new Pokemon that are, that all, basically all their names are like, you know, like Okie Dokie and mm-hmm. all this. I, I thought, I kind of, I thought that was funny. I almost, almost laughed out loud at the, at the jury place, but. Didn't want, didn't want anybody to hear me. But it was, uh, yeah, I was, I, I enjoyed that, seeing that stuff. You know, I'm seeing, I'm watching this footage, and I'm like, I, I know I love this game, and I played it a lot, but I just don't remember the systems that well. I mean, I'm sure I'll remember quickly once I start playing, but. Well, the, it was a, the Diplin was kind of cool. That's like a new version of the Apple Pokemon. Like, uh-huh. like there's, there's like a. Caramel Apple. Yeah, there's a, it's a Caramel Apple type. That, that, that's kind of cool. I saw some people uh, being into that, you know. Oh, I guess. Uh, I guess the the. I guess the first DLC is coming out as soon as September. I thought they weren't coming out till like uh, till like November. So there's that teal. The teal mask is coming out next month. Teal so. mask. I mean, I like teal. Teal's a cool color. No, I mean they have a lot of it, it. A lot of it looks like some very much like Japanese influence type things, and you know, I'm into that. It looks like they're in Japan. Hopefully, you can change your clothes to to not be like school clothes all the time. Oh yeah, there are these. Uh, <laughs> These characters, uh, I gotta, I gotta find what their fucking names are. These one, these ones that have like the hair, cl- like the bangs that combed in front of their faces, where like their noses are gone. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and it looks like they have mustaches, but it's actually like yeah, really, really giant bangs. Like they're they're kind of things like go across their nose like an X. Yeah, those they're kind of hilarious. Like I saw that and I was like, all right, what's what's happening with these people? And and it's like heredit, it's like hereditary or something because like the mom has it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> How do you see anything like that? I don't even understand. And they, sh- I remember later in the video, yeah, there's, yeah, there's the mom there. It's like, yeah, it looks like a mask. Fucking silly. I remember later, later in the video, there's a camera person that's showing up. It's gonna make a little bit more like snap. There's some, there's some camera shit going on. You can take pictures of stuff. Get your six point nine, uh, too much water, you know, photo <laughs> and all that. I can tell you how bad they are. They, they, they said something about the, about the um, classroom being different on this one. So that gave me hopes because I didn't really like the way the classroom was set up on the original yeah. one, because it's like, you don't even really know about it. And then if you try to do it all at once, it's kind of boring. Like I wish they would have integrated it better. Like as they would in like persona, you know, where you have to go to school, mm-hmm. but you also got to go fight demons and stuff. Like kind of make you do both, you know, where we have to go every day. So, I mean, I feel like that would have been a better way to do it. Oh yeah. And what I said at the top of the show about how you can finally fly through rings again, or you can finally fly through rings on Pokemon is uh, they were saying that you're going to get an upgrade, you know, for your, for your, whatever the fuck your, your big, like uh motorcycle Mount. Pokemon hmm. where you can fly through the air and you can fly through rings and you can just be reminded of the greatness of Superman 64 while you do that. Hmm. So you always wanted to remember those rings and you can just fly right through them. It'll be wonderful for you. But I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And throw, throw another, throw another update to the, to the fucking, to that, you know, to that guy. It's fine be cool if we just got it from our uh, online subscriptions but we won't oh no yeah they won't do that because they know people they would have already said so yeah 
But I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's much sooner than I thought, and I'll you know, I'll I'll, I'll probably end up getting it because uh, I like those I like those Pokemon, and this this was the one that I really got into. You know, I, I didn't really get into Sword and Shield. I know you got a lot farther into it than I did, but uh, Scarlet and Violet, yeah, I loved I love that. I put like fifty hours into that game, uh, and I yeah. And I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't get, I didn't get all the Pokemon, but even, even playing it with my, with my nephew a couple weeks ago was fun. And if they're going to do more uh, Area Zero stuff, like I felt like there was a lot more they could do in, the, you know, in that area. And that seems to be what they're doing with this. So, so I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it. And then I think at the end here, they kind of, they kind of just basically say like, oh yeah, and that's, and and we'll give you more information on the next, the next DLC that comes on after this. Yeah, I'll go back to this. I'll. I'll uh I'll go around and try to fill out more of my my decks. I st- I still try to remember if I ever actually got bre- I don't think I ever got breeding to work in it. Oh, breeding? Yeah, I don't think I did either. And it was so easy to do in uh, Sword and Shield. Like, it doesn't it happen? Kind of fun to do. Is it doesn't it happen while you make food or something like that? Like while you're doing the picnics, they they breed or something. Is what is what I heard. I think so. In in this one or the or the Sword and Shield one, also I don't remember. So. Yeah. There's mechanics I just that, that I could probably go back and study some more, and I could probably just go back and see what I remember about playing it. I do remember that Arceus had more fun catching mechanics, but oh yeah, this well, one was more flushed out with the story and stuff. Yeah, I mean well, Arceus. Yeah, I, I mean I I think well in the end, um, in the end of the year, I, I put Arceus higher and you put this one higher. Yeah, well, I think for me Arceus, yeah, was because of how much fun the, the catching was, like how you could just catch them without even fighting them and. I had a lot of fun with that game. And you could fly in it, kind of. Yeah, you could. I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of this. It was like you know what Arceus had to walk before uh, Scarlet and Violet could walk a little bit faster, or whatever you want to, <laughs> whatever you want to say they did. Glitch through some walls or whatever. Yeah, I think Arceus looked a little bit better than Scarlet and Violet. But anyway, it was they were both great games, and it was great that we had two in one year there for a Pokemon fan. I thought it will forever really, be known as the year of Pokemon. I thought it was really fun, and your Arceus was cool. I hope they do more games like that. Obviously, I mean they got to do like an Arceus two or whatever the fuck, whatever they're gonna call it's it. It's crazy. Do you think Tarkeus? Pokemon will ever die? No. Or do you think Pokemon's gonna ride it to the end with us as a species? Because like it's like any other. Well, I mean it's it's like any other franchise. That's the world we live in as franchises, right? It's like the so, it's like the Marvel you know the Marvel things mov- fizzled out like we're like big when we were kids. It's like know. the the Marvel movies and the Star Wars movies will probably live longer than we do. You know, as long as there's enough parents that are going to see it and enough kids that the parents forced to see it to where they like it too, right? That seems to be what it is. That's where a lot of it's catering to the to the adults who have the um, you know the adults that have the money to go see the see the movies or buy the games or whatever. But if they push it onto their kids enough, then once they're dead them slash us are dead then the later generation will still it's do crazy it to think but you, there could be third generation pokemon fans will not just or maybe fourth i should say oh yeah yeah i don't know it's this is just like every time i watch one of these events i'm just reminded about how huge it is and it and it's been that way for a while but it's like a part of culture now it's not just a. it's like super i mean I went, I went and got yeah. i went and got bubble tea a couple of weeks ago, and there was no kind of Pokemon signage anywhere, except for there's like one drink. I think that would show up on the screen as a special or something. But when we got our cups, it had a Pokeball as the like the seal on the top. Mm. I'm like, Pokemon's even here at the bubble tea shop of all places. Yeah, there's there's like a Pikmin bubble tea thing now, too. I think I saw like for some promo stuff. It's getting um, I, can't I also got a sushi burrito there, which was really good. I can't drink. Uh, I can't drink bubble tea. There's too much sugar in it. I was going to say last week I should have said uh, 
basically, you know, sushi burritos are just basically giant sushi rolls. Yeah. That's basically what they are. <laughs> just, well, you can customize it. Like, no, I, I, like... I know, but the, the sushi burritos, it's, I mean, that's, I'm just saying it's, it makes so much sense. Basically what they are here though, is they're just, they're just bigger sushi rolls. Like there's, yeah. there's fucking same it's thing. like, I would say it's like a pokeball with, um, nori wrapped around it because it's because it really is just kind of like what do you want in it and they throw it in there and like you're not gonna find any serious sushi chef that's gonna be like what do you want in your roll i'll make it for you right now like they're gonna make it the best roll they can make you with the ingredients they have that's how that works here it's like here's a list of things fill out this little form of what you want in it yeah wait the ones that i went to they they were already pre-made it's like just order one but yeah they were just basically like here's a giant california roll it's a burrito. Here, have it. You know, like that's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of what I what I got. From. I wasn't really that impressed by it. Well, they're called Kung Fu Tea. They're a pretty big franchise. You probably yeah. they're probably up there. So because John was mentioning them. Oh yeah, the ones that the one that I went to is just called it's just called Sushi Burrito. That's like what it's mm-hmm. called. And there's a bunch of them. I've seen like four or five of them in Chicago. But it's it wasn't really that exciting to me. Like I said, they're just giant. They're just giant sushi rolls. Cool. They're more portable. News and news, news, news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. Well, uh, we should talk about the other thing, the other big announcement that happened this week, which people are already like saying shit about. But uh, Red Dead Redemption is coming to PlayStation Five and Switch. I was so confused when I first saw it. I, like <laughs> when I first saw a post about it, and or maybe I can't remember if I saw it first in Slack or on Twitter, but or on X, I should say X that X that yeah yeah it, ha- it happened like. It happened like Monday morning. But like I saw it. I thought I, it was because I had an early. I thought job it was the I one that it. I thought it was going to be the one that I'd already played through, and then I saw it was the one that's like ten years old or twelve years old or something. Oh, you you never like. played the first one, or well, uh-uh. I guess it technically it's the second one, but it's yeah. Not. Red Dead Revolver was on the PS2, right? Yeah. Oh wait, was it? Maybe PS1. Right? Well, because there was Red. Yeah, there was Red Dead. There was Red. No, it wasn't on PS1. That's for sure. I just thought maybe it was on PS3. Red Dead Re- no no you know what I think Red Dead Revolver was on PS2 and then Red Dead Redemption was on PS3 and then Red Dead Redemption 2 was on PS4, PS4 yeah PS4 but now Red Dead <laughs> but now Revolver. you get it again no it, it's basically it, it kind of reminds me of the re-release of the uh, of of uh, Grand Theft Auto right all over again where it's like I was worried about the same thing yeah well th- this is a different company this is Take Two's doing it right and I saw somebody posting on. I'm not calling it X on Twitter about saying that they did that they were proud of what they did on it and they thought they did a good job and all that stuff. But it's it's just the big the big like whole kerfuffle about it seems to be like uh, and I hey I'm with you. Uh, they're releasing it for fifty bucks and uh, I'm just thinking like I have this game on PS3 like I have I have the I have read and I don't like Red Dead Redemption. I don't give a shit about cowboys. I'm sorry. I don't really care about being a cowboy. I'm not really into I'm not really into westerns. Sorry. But uh, but I bought it as part of a, as part of like a horror. Uh, it, there was like a, a a Halloween package thing that you could buy for eight bucks, and it came with Red Dead Redemption and and the undead the whatever the whatever it's called the zombie version of it. It came with that for free. So I basically bought that and like five other games for eight bucks, and that's how I got it. And then now it's getting re released for fifty dollars for Red Dead Redemption and the and the zombie version. And it's and, and and I would you know you would automatically think like all right we'll switch tax but but it's not I mean but it's on PlayStation also you know where it's like you can buy Red Dead Redemption two for what like fifteen bucks or something on there now I mean that it's, seems that's I mean I guess it, it's probably pretty cheap Nintendo yeah. does it too you know it's not 
And I've seen memes about that too, where it's like, well, here's Skyward Sword, you know, for 60 bucks. But they changed it. It is funny to think about. They changed controls around on that, you know. Less for Red Dead Redemption 2 than this one, because Red Dead Redemption 2 also has like an online mode, or at least it used to. I don't know if they. Well, they. uh, I mean, I guess Red Dead Redemption 1 had online also, but they're not including it in this version. Like I saw people getting pissed about that as well. So, you know, where it's like, they're not including the multiplayer aspect of yeah. it it just kind of seems like you know they're handing their franchise off to someone else to do kind of a lazy port and that's maybe we'll be surprised but, but considering 50, it's i mean 50 bucks is i mean even like i don't know and it's not a remaster yeah it's kind of it's kind of i mean that's and then i guess you know people are freaking out about it and the company were like oh well that's a you know that's a commercially fair price or whatever i just i think that's a little bit high i'm sorry i'm not paying 50 bucks for that shit well, well, I mean, don't I, care about Cowboys. I got it on PS3, but I have it on PS3 anyway. If I really want to play it, I could play it. I got my PS3 right over here. I found that. I found my PS3, not my PS4. Or you my, know, I don't really give a shit about Cowboys either, but that game was, well, the one I the Red Dead yeah, Redemption 2. I mean, I heard, one, I heard one was good too, but I just, uh, I just, it's, it's not really, I wasn't like, man, I just wish I could live on the West or whatever. You know, I'm not in the, not one of those Westworld guys that just wants to, you know, go to, go to the West area. They're that fucking. Those go west, young man in the Bible. Those HBO T that HBO TV show, which is a Michael Crichton movie. Yeah, based on whatever. I'm just it wasn't really it wasn't really that appealing to me. The being well, I don't know the Wild West or whatever. But you know when yeah it, I, I don't know like maybe it'll come out and people will be like oh my god that's great but it's gonna be the same game either way. I think people are still gonna I mean people are still gonna buy it just to have it on their Switch I think for whatever reason but I mean I I heard the I heard the like the zombie version is kind of cool I mean I'm more interested in that but. Once again, I'm not paying fifty bucks for it. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. That's too much, especially for a game that's what like twenty years old now, probably about if not more. I don't know. So it's an old ass game. There was another. Yeah. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say um, I might be interested in playing it because it is you know directly precedes the game I have played through, and I guess there were some story elements in that one that are alluded to later. Or wait, no, actually, I think two is a prequel to one. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think somebody said that. Right? Yeah, it is because you you know as the main character from two at one point or from one at the end of two. I mean, a lot of people liked it. Like I said, a lot of people really liked it. I just you know I'm not really into I'm not really into Rockstar games. I'm not really into westerns, so it's not really I don't know. wasn't really it wasn't really my thing. But maybe if I can get it for eight bucks, <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> you know, what was it? The end. Uh, Remember that uh they need they need to re-release that game Gun. Remember the game Gun made by Neversoft? The the Tony Hawk guys made it made a I see Western it all game. Of, it's like I, I have it, it I have it on GameCube because yeah. I got it for real cheap. And it was uh, you know I uh, what was it uh, I think Darren played through it or Darren and Nick both played it. And I watched them play it. But I mean they really liked it. But it was supposedly a pretty solid game, you know. I, I didn't really It's a first person cowboy game. No, it's 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 like Red Dead Redemption. It's like an oh. and it's like a sandbox cowboy game. It's just made by the uh, people who did Tony Hawk by Neversoft. You know, and it looked pretty fun. They should re-release that. the The one game that I'm really excited about that's coming out. It's actually coming out at the end of this week, and I'm probably gonna I'm gonna get it. I mean, what I'm saying probably I'm gonna get it is uh Quake Two. Quake Two is supposed to come out on Switch from QuakeCon, the Quake Two remaster, and I had a ton of fun with Quake One and. Uh, I'm gonna have a ton of fun with Quake too, so I'm excited about that. The only way, the only, the only way that I played Quake was on 64, which they used uh, on the 64 version of Quake Two. 
they used the um, expansion pack to make it run better instead of like giving it better graphics. They made it faster, which I thought was cool, you know, to give it like a 60, cool. 60 FPS or whatever. I thought that was a cool thing. And uh, when I was, uh, well, when, I, when I was, what, like 19, 1999, something like that, uh, I was at a Christian camp for, uh, for a summer. I don't think I've ever mentioned that on here. I was a camp counselor. They paid us nothing. Like we paid, like, we got $100 a week there and we work like seven days a week or whatever. And with the little amount of money that I had left after I after after I, uh, the camp was over, I basically went home and I bought a copy of Quake Two, and I rented uh, Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness, and that was my that was my weekend right there. I watched Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness, and then I played Quake Two on sixty four, and that was about yeah. all the money I had left. And that was like what like sixty seventy. I, I mean, the prices were all over the place at that time. I think I played paid over sixty dollars at least for that Quake for that Quake Two game on sixty four back in 1999 or whatever it came out. But it was a fun time, and I felt like watching Evil Dead 2 helped me get better at Quake 2. So if anybody's going to get the game, watch watch some Evil Dead shit. And watch that new Evil Dead movie, too. It's really good. It's on HBO Max. I paid 20 bucks for it, but it's not worth it. But yeah, it was, you have to pay 20 bucks to watch it on HBO Max? No, no. I, I, no when it, I, I missed it in the theater, so I paid full price to, to buy it off of Prime. Oh, gotcha. it out Because I really wanted to watch it. But now you can watch it on HBO Max without paying money. But I have it. I've been uh this is Nintendo, which is it's kind of where I've been a lot lately, I I realize. But I'm kinda getting pulled into all this discourse over Baldur's Gate Gate Three and I'm like, do I want to play that? Can you play it on PS4? Uh it's well it comes five, out right? next month. Yeah, it comes out next month for console. I know it's like on Steam, right? No, it yeah, no, it's I yeah, it sounds cool. I heard a lot of people talking about it. Um but it also like the the way people talk about it reminds me a little bit of how they talked about Disco Elysium, and I just never really that never really clicked for me. So yeah. I don't know. It seems a little. It, it, it I don't know. I, I I was thinking the same thing because I was listening to the X of Blood God stuff, and like uh yeah, I was. Uh, what I'm afraid is it it's if it's too like open ended like that. That's another thing that kind of breaks games for me. Going back to that question is like. I guess if there's too much like leeway and you don't really have enough direction in the game, like I get kind of lost and I get frustrated because I don't know where to go. I think that's why I could never get into like, you know, like Skyrim and like those fucking games, because I most of the time I would just like just wander around and just get frustrated and bored. And then I feel like I wasted however many hours that I played it and I'd be angry. Like I don't if I'm going to play a game, I want to at least like accomplish something. I don't want to just like just do nothing for whatever many hours because that makes me angry because i'm like well i didn't fucking do anything why am i even doing this you know like i want to feel like i've I, like i've progressed in some way so that was, i think that was my big problem with uh whatever that one before skyrim is that i can't even remember the one that i hated what was it called Morrowind. no the one after or oblivion that. oblivion yeah i hated that one i gave it away i hated it so much i gave it away to my mm-hmm. brother-in-law it's like get this game out of my sight it sucks i hate it so much i just felt like i was wasting my time and i couldn't figure out how to like play the game because maybe it was like too, I don't know. I'm afraid of like too, like I was saying, like too much leeway, where or where they just kind of let you do too much, but there's not enough story to it. But I am really intrigued. Like I've been intrigued by Baldur's Gate since a couple years ago, whenever they first started talking about the like yeah. uh, early access stuff. I was like, that sounds really cool because they said it like really like established like the tabletopness to it. But you know, but tabletop like you know RPG stuff, you have a game master that's still like pushing you on a direction and all that. So you still have like some sort of structure to it. I think that's, that's my main thing. It's like with some things that aren't like fully structured, I can't just like fuck around in the world. I still want to kind of like, Oh, I need a direction to go to. Like, I don't want it to be too free, but it does yeah. sound, but it does, does sound cool. And uh, maybe I'll try it out at some point, but I do plan on buying Pikmin four. I know I've said that, but I really do plan on getting it. And it'll be the next 
full price game I get for Switch, and that will be once I've recovered from vacation financially. Um, I did play a little bit more of the demo, I guess, this week, but mostly I just yeah. I was saying you, you, you must not have much left. <laughs> I don't. I just walked around and looked around. To be honest, I well, just, I guess it's just uh, yeah, it's just your sparklium, so you could play it for however long you wanted, really, as long as you don't collect any items. So yeah, I just I think it's cute and fun. I want to play it more. It's it's a lot of fun. I was watching. I I I watched Donkey's video of it today. Finally, yeah. I know it's been out for a while, but been busy. Uh, but I finally watched it, and I was like, yeah, no, I think that's why I like it so much. Is he said it's like the ultimate version of two, and I love two. So this mm-hmm. is like the if you love two, this is the you know this is the sequel to two, where three was kind of a little bit more like one, even though it's still not as like pressing as one is. Like, yeah, you have to get this these juices to keep you alive. But once you play a couple days, like, it really doesn't matter. Like, you get, you get like, a stockpile of juices pretty quickly, you know, so you can totally, like... I've, I've, there, I don't feel like there's been a time limit on Pikmin since, like, Pikmin 1, you know. But, but yeah, Pikmin 4 is great. It's pretty. Uh, Ochi is awesome. I like Ochi a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is kind of a... Yeah, he was, a, he was talking about, like, how it's sort of like a mixture of a cozy game, but also it can, like, be, like, you know... And it gets hard. I, I did actually run into some really hard bosses. I know people have said that it's too easy, but maybe I'm not using all the items or whatever, but I'm just trying to play it like the other Pikmin. But I ran into that, the the I forget what it's called, but the guy with the big giant tongue where like where mm-hmm. his tongue goes around, he just like just grabs all your Pokemon in like one swipe. <laughs> I hate, oh that, hate that fucker. Yeah, so, so I had a hard time beating him, and I kept like I kept reloading it, you know, to like the beginning because I was in a cave, and so and I, read, and right. I did, and I did this anyway with Pikmin too. Like you can do the same thing; you just turn off the system and turn it back on, you know, because it auto saves on every level. This one it just lets you do it through a menu, which you should be able to do anyway. You just you just go to rewind time, but basically all you do is you go back to your quick save. So when you're fighting these bosses, and there were two of them too, two of them with the giant tongue. And they're kind of they're kind of tricky. Like, yeah, if you're not paying attention, you can lose half your Pikmin in a couple seconds. So, I mean, anybody who says it's too easy, like, I I think they're lying. Like, uh, it's it's too easy if you don't if you don't like know how to play. I guess like you really got to pay attention. You know, if you're not if you're just fucking around, you can easily lose like fucking forty Pikmin in a couple seconds. So you got to be careful. But yeah, no, I had to reset it a couple times, and I thought the boss was pretty difficult, and there was two of them. So you really got to be real careful. And I still ended up losing like. 10 or 15 Pikmin in the end, but not as many as I did the first time, but you know, so I did, so I did restart it a couple times, but yeah, I, it's still a high recommend for me. I still think it's, it's a badass game, but is there, is there anything else on the, oh yeah. Oh, actually there's one, um, there's one thing I didn't say yet. Uh, I'm sure, uh, all of our listeners are, Hopefully you're not too annoyed by my constant wrestling updates, but uh, AW Fight Forever, new stuff. Uh, I put it on the Slack, but Anthony Bowens of The Acclaimed said that he had actually recorded dialogue with Max Caster for the game. So that's pretty awesome. So that means that The Acclaimed are coming to the game at some point. We just don't know when. Cool. The whole thing that's going on right now with AW Fight Forever is... Uh, they were supposed to have DLC characters come out by now, which a lot of people, including myself, have already paid for, but we have not gotten this DLC that was supposed to come out on the 25th of July, and it ended up not happening. So everybody's kind of like, what the fuck is happening? But the big thing is there's a THQ Nordic uh, showcase happening this Friday on August 11th. So like the big news is, is that there's going to be like, that they're going to say, there's going to be an update that comes with that for AEW Fight Forever. And hopefully we'll find out like, what's going on with Stadium Stampede, like when that's going to happen and all that. 
and with with like you know with with the acclaim saying that they've been doing you know that they did like their dialogue and all that for the game and by dialogue i mean just like their grunts and stuff like that you know whatever you'd hear with them wrestling it would be really cool if that was like a you know like kind of like monster hunter does like do like oh thanks for like buying so many copies here's the acclaim for free you know and just kind of throw them in there as a free dlc thing i would like to see that you know so that's what I'm thinking, but you know we'll talk about it next week, of course. But I but I am very very interested to see what happens on the 11th uh, of this. You know what happens this Friday with the AW with the um not the AW with the THQ Nordic Showcase because uh, if they don't say anything about AW Fight Forever, that's like that's a bad sign. Like if they're not even going to mention it, it's kind of like all right, are you just abandoning this game? Come on, because I I mean I think it sold pretty well because I see a lot of I mean maybe just because I'm following it, but I see a lot of talk about it. And I, you know, I'm a, I, a lot of, lot of activity on my Discord and all that, like from the, you know, Switch owners and Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. Like a lot of people seem to have it, and there seems to be a lot of like, you know, responses to the game and all that. I mean, it. I heard it on Retronauts, like the one of the last Retronauts episodes I heard was them talking about AW Fight Forever, and it wasn't Henry; it was somebody else, you know. So I like, I was saying it's, it's obviously getting around. Like a lot of people are, are talking about it. So I'm hoping to see, hoping to see something happen, like. uh you know, I paid for the Elite version. I would love to get my DLC that I paid for. It's like, am I going to have to wait till next year to get Dan Housen? Like, come on, get him in there already. Even though I haven't seen him for, like, months on the on the shows. But, but, you know. And also last week when I was telling John about Dark and Elevation, both those both those shows got canceled once uh, Collision started. So there are no free YouTube AEW shows anymore. They're all gone. They got rid of all of them now because they're too cool for that. They're like, they know that they can just make you spend money. But you can find them. On, I mean, you can find what ones existed online. But I kind of missed those. Elevation was cool because you got to see a lot more uh, female wrestling on there. And I don't feel they. I don't feel like they give enough time to the female because they only they only get like one match per episode. And I saw I saw a, a tweet that somebody did where they were just breaking down the amount of the amount of like time that women wrestlers have like on on wrestling shows, and it's small. Like they only get like maybe ten minutes per show. And an elevation was pretty much all women wrestlers, so it's kind of that really sucks that they took that away and they don't have it. So you don't get to see as many people anymore. They need to bring more of them onto the show. But yeah, that's wrestling stuff. I don't know. I don't want to ramble about that for too long. Are they still going to add that boat where it's like a battle royale? Is that still supposed to happen at some point? Yeah, the stadium stampede. That's what I was hoping that they would that they would talk about at the at the showcase this Friday, and the, the THQ oh, okay. showcase that they would. I was hoping they would mention like when that's when's that coming out. I mean, they they already dropped a trailer showing that it was coming out, but let's give us a little more detail. Give us a date, maybe drop it on the day. You know, do something like that. I'd love to see that. To see if there's uh, see if there's anything uh, anything that I missed, but I don't think so. Oh, uh, the uh, speaking of wrestling, uh, was it WrestleQuest got got delayed? I was actually I was hoping that that would be our topic for this week, but it got delayed two weeks. It was supposed to come out on the eighth, which is when we were recording this, and I or no, that was yesterday. I was actually planning on buying it and playing it while I was doing jury duty, but it didn't come out. I, it, uh, from what I read from the company, there was like a game breaking bug, like in this, there was like a game breaking bug that you save and you lose your game completely, and they had so they had to like you know put it on hold for two weeks to fix it and put it back out. So that's what happened with that. So I was like, I was really excited to play it because I guess it was like it was basically postponed like hours before it was supposed to launch like that night you know it was like the it was like the what like the evening of the seventh like when they said it so so that was that but yeah i think i think i'm good yeah i think i'm good too cool. hopefully i'll get more time to play games this week now that i'm 
back at home. Play some games. Play, oh, I uh, need to mow my lawn. <laughs> have you mowed your lawn yet? No, I don't. I, we don't. We don't. We have to get. We don't have a. We don't have a mower. But nice. yeah, the lawn is ridiculous. It's it's all weeds. Like it's fucking stupid. So I have to weed. We're supposed to get a, a lawnmower and a weed whacker from from a friend of ours, and but we just we just haven't been able to pick it up yet. Which is, I, I mean, I'm not really ready to do that, but you know, home ownership. We gotta mm-hmm. get get. We're gonna pay it. someone to do it for you. Yeah, I did clean. I cleaned the garage though. Spent a lot of time on that. I've been. It's good. It's good. Trying stuff. to clean the basement too. So I'm getting I'm getting getting places here. I got a new display up here. It looks nice. I like how it looks. It looks kind of blue. I don't know if it's blue. Is it really blue or does it just look blue? I think this camera looks extra blue for whatever reason. I mean, the the like you know the the parts around the windows are blue, but the walls okay. aren't, aren't blue. But they kind of look might be whatever. It might be because of the lights. Doesn't matter. It just looks so cheery. Do you have <laughs> carpet down there? No, fuck carpet. No, we don't. Uh, no, no, we don't. We don't want. We don't want carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so, but it kind of looks like carpet over there on the right side, or yeah, to the left of here. Oh no, it's all it's 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 like a it's like a um, whatever. It's not it's like a sticker that makes it look like oh, hardwood, but it isn't like that sort of thing. Oh okay, like a vinyl floor laminate flooring. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think. But anyway, uh, thanks <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to all of uh, episode three hundred and eighty three. If you're still here. And if you like hearing our voices and you want to hear bonus episodes, go to patreon.com slash podcast. I promise we will have another episode on there soon enough. Everything's been too crazy with the move and all that. We haven't got to it yet. But I will still, if we have to, if we have to, like, you know, postpone it till next month, we'll give you, like, two in a row and an extra long WRT radio or something like that. Like, I'm still, I'm still, uh, you know, cataloging the songs and all that and putting it all together and all that shit. So we just gotta, we just gotta get to it. All of our schedules are kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll, but we'll get to it for sure. And uh, and also, I'll get back to streaming at some point at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I actually found all of my little, uh, uh, all my little like connectors and stuff for the for the camera and the and the microphone and all that. So I can put it together, even though I don't know where my green screen is. That's MIA too. My my green screen disappeared. In the, in, in Just the paint your wall green. I don't know where the fuck. Well, I wanted to know. Yeah, I wanted to see how it would fit in here, and actually, I'm using a different chair than I did than I did at the other place. So I want to make sure it all worked, but I don't know where it is. So no green screen for now. You'll just have to see the other side of this room if you watch it. But yeah, you can check that out there. And also, uh, yeah, um, whatever I was gonna say, I didn't say I didn't even say it last week because of uh, how much I hate X. But we're on X, Nintendo underscore domain, and at JMX Stack. Stupid. I did actually <laughs> get a blue sky invite. There you go. Um, I haven't, I, I literally just set it up like an hour ago or, you know, an hour before we started because we've been recording more than an hour, but <laughs> I set it up a friend of mine on Twitter. I had asked for an invite and he remembered and he got hold of me on the messenger and sent me the password and stuff. So I am on blue sky as I changed my name on it. Jer Jer domain. There you all go. One word. Jer Jer domain. If I get an invite, I'll try out the blues guys yeah and if i get what i'll send it to you uh if you get another one let me know as far as i can tell i i yeah i don't know i think you have to manually enter the people you want to follow so uh you can't i'm following no one right now and no one's following me so Hmm. who knows if that's how it'll stay that's the way i am on threads yeah you're on threads too right well that's that's just because instagram transferred everything over automatically oh well maybe i'm on threads too but i don't use threads but I did, and I do have it just in case I need it later. And then I secured. I tried just trying to be Jerry Jerry. I was trying to do trying to do a little bit of a rebrand. 
<laughs> Change your name to X. X. <laughs> Cross, whatever. X. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. But who, who am I kidding? I'll, yeah, I'll be on X until it burns to the ground, which could be sooner than later. Yeah, it's it's not it's not doing not doing too well there. It's uh yeah, it's a uh, it's like textbook uh one one oh one how to destroy a a thing that you paid a lot of money for. Uh that you could teach classes on that right there. Uh <laughs> turn it turn it to X. Whatever. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry McCaskey. And uh thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya later. <laughs>